Hello and welcome to Is This Really For Kids? A podcast where I, your host, Thea Touchton, decide with a guest or by myself if a piece of media is something that kids should be watching and not discussing. Basically, I do this podcast to just have a deeper discussion on children's media to help out people who are like confused by what they saw and the questions of like, oh, should my kids be watching this? And what should we talk about when they watch this? Or even like trying to have a conversation with your teenager or whatever, or trying to bond. I made this podcast for you to go deeper, to have cool thoughts to think about, new things to think about on a date, new ways to think of your media. So without further ado, we are continuing the Harry Potter series. We are doing Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, aka Harry Potter 4, with my good friend, probably my best friend. He's been my longest friend out in Los Angeles, for sure. I call him Al, but other people call him Sebastian. Hi, Sebastian. Hello, hello. How's it going? It's going, you know, pandemically. Pen- I like that, pandemically. It's going very pandemically. <laughs> Civil War-ish. Uh, yeah, know? it's a, you know, good time to train with swords yeah uh fight a dragon uh whatever which is great because there's <laughs> dragons in this movie yeah lots of dragons so many dragons but they're so cool yeah so how do you feel about harry potter well harry potter was always one of those things where it's like i grew up an uber nerd like really into the supernatural and stuff so it's like oh a boy wizard there's no way in hell i was not gonna like go into that kind of stuff and it was also the only book i ever really wanted to read i wasn't forced to read it by like a teacher or anything but like I think the first book I read was The Chamber of Secrets. Oh, you're not order. Oh, yeah. I, 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 read, I read Chamber of Secrets first, then I read Sorcerer's Stone, and then Chamber of Secrets made a little more sense. And then, <laughs> from there, I definitely got into all the books. It was the, it's the only book series I actually wanted to finish ever, oh, and wow. without being like, here. Because you're you not a reader, right? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I say as a screenwriter. I'm not, no, I don't like reading. I don't think you have be a reader to be a screenwriter i think you have to be a movie watcher to be a screenwriter. then i'm definitely yeah. a screenwriter yeah. for sure you're a screenwriter he writes great screenplays we'll plug those at the end sweet <laughs> uh yeah so is the fourth one your favorite harry potter you would say for me it's it's definitely three three and four are definitely my favorites but mm. four i think i like more just because of the whole tournament aspect of it yeah like, I, like i'm an avid wrestling fan so tournaments are <laughs> my shit i don't know if Cursing is fine. I just yeah, wanna... cursing is fine. Okay, I cool. can explain it. <laughs> Sweet. Need to know the ground rules before <laughs> yeah, moving forward. Obviously. Awesome. So we start in the Goblet of Fire. We see the Harry's dreams, which mm-hmm. are. I think these are like this is the biggest film with Harry's dreams, even though they're common throughout the series. But yeah. I feel like this one, they do them the best for sure. Mm-hmm. And so it's the night. There's like the snake of Voldemort's Nagini, right? That's what yeah, Nagini. I always feel like I'm going to pronounce her name and say a terrible, terrible word. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, no, I, no but you, you got it. I think you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm always like, oh no, like, this is a no, danger zone. No, no, you, you, you nailed it. It's fine. Yeah, and so this is when I remember reading this book, and there's like Frank the groundskeeper, and you're mm-hmm. reading this, and you're like, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck is Frank? Right? I feel so bad for him because the man was making himself tea. And he didn't even get. He didn't even get to have any tea. No, he just gets killed. Last he just got killed. It. Yeah. Exactly. It's like. The, but the tea kettle. I've noticed that's like everything that horror does. If there, if it's a horror film, if you've got that tea kettle sound because of the mm-hmm. tension and the mm-hmm. and the strain and the yep. awful noise, but tea is so good. The things you have to do for your tea. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm more of a coffee man. I'm not oh, really? really a not really a tea drinker. Oh, I'm a tea person for sure. Although I've been I've been dabbling with coffee. I got my vitamin coffee. Uh, what if Harry Potter drinks coffee? He he's right now. I mean, he's he's English. I I imagine <laughs> tea, 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 definitely tea. 
Yeah, the Dursleys probably don't even give him anything. No. Uh, there's no Dursleys in this film. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting. They kind of cut them out as it goes on, I feel like. I don't feel... Yeah, yeah. their role is definitely diminished, I think, after Azkaban. It's like, well, you know, once yeah. you inflate your ants, like, what? Where do, where do you go from there? Yeah, for sure. Also, they're, like, always depressing, right? And it's like, there's only so many times you can mm-hmm. start. It's like, he lives in this terrible, abusive household. Here's three chapters on that, exactly. right? Yeah. Like, what, like what, they don't really add to anything. We know, from, I mean, from the first story, we, like, we know Harry's a sad sack, and we know he was given, a, you know, a bad mm-hmm. His parents were killed by Voldemort. And then, like, the boy who lived, we know he's, so we don't, I feel like, and this one, not spending time on the Dursleys was honestly a great move. Yeah. I definitely do feel like they add, though, because it's always, you're always relieved when you get to Hogwarts. Like, you can kind of feel mm, why Harry mm-hmm. needs Hogwarts so much. Especially becomes a big deal when he leaves it in the later movies. But anyway, yeah. in this movie, Hermione wakes up Ron and then is like, honestly, get dressed. But it's like, bitch, you walked into their room. So rude. <laughs> so rude. You can't expect them to be dressed sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, that was on her, to be honest. Yeah. I'm a total Hermione stand. Like, I'm usually like, <laughs> Hermione can do no wrong. But that, that this was, was on. This was that was sure. uncool. Like they were, they were asleep. There's, she could have gone about that so many different ways. Seeing this in hindsight, I always feel bad for Cedric's poor dad because they all are grouping up to go find this poor mm-hmm. key, uh, which I love in the books too. They always feel like they're like, oh, this poor key's gonna be like so beautiful. It's gonna be like a magical item, right? Mm-hmm. Like golden, you know, perfectly bound, you know, shiny, and it's mm-hmm. like a manky old boot. You know what I mean? And and honestly, I feel like I don't know if you if you notice that once certain things are introduced. In the Harry Potter movies, they seem to be overused to set, like, it's just, like, Portkeys are one thing. Um, another one that, like, Expelliarmus, that's particular spell. I kind of have, a, like, a love-hate relationship with that spell just because I, I play the Harry Potter games. And that was always the go-to spell. It's like, mm-hmm. but all these other spells sound so much cooler. Yeah. Like, you hear Expelliarmus once or twice and you're like... Yeah. Okay. Like, cool. There was like Diffinando or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And that would like split things. Like, and, yeah. Stupefying. Yeah. It sounds like so much cooler. Oh, and it sounds I'm like. Bogey heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the. My concept that I always wonder though is like how much homeless trash is actually a porky, right? Mm-hmm. I was just wondering like that. That McDonald's empty carton I see on the side of the highway. Is that, if I'm not touching that, by not picking it up, am I not being transported to like Bali or something? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's. It's definitely an interesting theory. I don't know if I would go around, you know, just randomly grabbing trash. But <laughs> not it, in the edge of COVID. Obviously. No, not now. <laughs> Maybe post COVID, I might give it a shot. Yeah, environmentalists are in for a real treat. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't clean up the world because these are port keys. <laughs> Sorry. Also, like, can we talk about like how none of the kids, especially Harry, not even knowing what a port key is, was given no heads up about the landing. I know, and then like Cedric and his dad float down like a beautiful exactly. Butterfly. Everyone just landed oh. on their ass, and it looks so painful. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that though because it is this like it does set up Cedric's character so mm-hmm. perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. and then made him also a shoe in to be uh, Edward in the <laughs> Twilight series. This is like this is the perfect reel for that character, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and yes, I am going to review Twilight. Unfortunately. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I already watched all the movies and <laughs> it was rough. Um, but I love when they go into the tents too and they're like super tiny tents and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, how are all they going to fit in there? And they're like magically huge. They, oh. they, they doctor hooed that tent oh, so hard. I want it. I want it's, to It's so great. <laughs> That's like glamping to the, the next degree. Oh, yeah. I want to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And I, I love that, you know, that they put so much emphasis on, like, the Quidditch World Cup. Like, I don't know if you really followed, like, the FIFA World Cup when when, the, when those things were happening. Oh, absolutely not. I hate sports. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I grew up with around avid, you know, soccer fans. So, like, anytime it would happen, like, just seeing how passionate people were getting about this, like, their teams. And not even, like, their countries. Like, I have cousins who are like going for like brazil and for argentina and like you you're very mexicans like i guess mexico's team sucks but it, it, it just kind of put me in that mindset whenever whenever i see that scene and it's just insane mm-hmm. then we have mr draco malfoy i guess i am becoming a draco stan because mm-hmm. everything he says is so ridiculous uh-huh. and he's with his dad and he's like oh we're in the minister's box <laughs> such a douche <laughs> and his dad is even like don't boast Draco <laughs> and then but I love this like hidden threat that Lucius gives where he's like enjoy yourself while you can was it hidden though <laughs> I guess not I guess he's not very no but, he was, but at the time right it's hidden to them it's yeah. like his backhanded he's so good at like the verbal backhand mm-hmm. slap uh, it, it just felt a little it could have been a little I guess more subtle the Draco and Malfoys the Malfoys don't do subtlety first no of all. obviously they do not that is not in their vocabulary everything is dramatic and flair uh, how dare you dare to censor the Malfoys <laughs> on this podcast I'm not censoring I'm just saying I'm my father about this <laughs> a, l- a little finesse goes a long way is all I'm saying sure. But then they, like, diss the Weasleys, and they'll be like, oh, if it rains, because their seats are way mm-hmm. up high. I mean, this Quidditch thing is, like, huge. It's so, like, huge. You'll be the first to know when it rains. Yep. Like, damn. Like, that's unnecessary. Like, they already, like, they're not even halfway up there, up to their seats, and they still, like, ugh, have to deal with this fucking guy. Yeah. They always, he's coming. I swear they just want to, like, cock block him every time. Mm-hmm. Like, the Malfoys are, like, they go out of their way to, they're like, oh, I have to say something insulting to the Weasley. Be right back, Minister mm-hmm. Magic. You know what yep. I mean? Like, why? Because <laughs> I think they both, I honestly think, maybe even Lucius, maybe Lucius is also a homo. Because I've been arguing that Draco Malfoy is a homo for Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, because I need this queerness in Harry Potter, apparently. <laughs> no, but I, I think there is definitely that like initial rejection of him that has made him that made Harry a target for him. Yeah. Like all in the first, you know, the first book he wanted to be Harry's friend. Yeah. Like, and then Harry's like uh no. Psych. It's like <laughs> I, it, it, and it's, I feel it is like it established Draco as putting that like, I'm not good enough to be Harry Potter's yeah. friend but a Weasley is? Yo, no. Yeah. No. I'm going to any chance I will make sure Harry knows that I Weasley. am better than Weasley. I also think Draco Malfoy too was his ego's been stroked his whole life. He mm-hmm. when he Harry Potter gets everything, he's like, no, this was supposed to be my mm-hmm. year, right? And mm-hmm. This was the year of Draco Malfoy. Yep. I was supposed to be head boy, or I was supposed to be all of these things that you know. Yep. And Harry's gonna steal from me. Oh no! Right? Like all he did was not die. Yeah. I didn't die yesterday. Yeah. I don't get all the praise. Yeah, he's like, I've got way better hair than Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blonde. I, I didn't live under a set of stairs. Yeah. Oh my god. My parents love me, sort of. <laughs> sort of they acknowledge me yeah <laughs> oh Malfoy well, here's my question if Crumb is in school how the hell is he on a national Quidditch team I mean if if you're good he's that good apparently Damn. but it, it, it's funny because like it, when you see Fred I can't it's either Fred or George it's definitely one of the two <laughs> when they're talking about how Crumb is the greatest seeker in the world there's that moment you notice Harry's smile just kind of fades away and I'm just like 
you watch it and you don't really know that Crumb's a student. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I mean, the, the dude has years and years of experience. You know, he's probably amazing. But then yeah. you see Crumb coming into Hogwarts and you Harry's like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, that's kind of a jab. It's like, your friend's right there. Youngest seeker in Gryffindor history. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this dude's the greatest. Like, dude, oh, chill. He, yeah. <laughs> also, they should have made Crumb way hotter. He's not hot enough. <laughs> They, sorry, that's a, maybe offensive to that actor. He's probably a good-looking boy, but I wanted I wanted a more muscular crumb. I also wanted a crumb with a beard. Uh, I mean, he, he's, he had a beard. It, it, was, it was not a great I beard. mean, it was, yeah. he's 17. He's supposed to be 17. True. I know that's true, but I I don't know. But it's still, how does he balance school and Quidditch? That's a national team. I guess maybe they only do certain games per year well, or I mean, summer. I mean, or? they play Quidditch. In school, so I'm imagining that's how he's probably like scout, scouted out. It's like someone yeah. came to the school in Bulgaria and said, "Like, okay, that dude's good. Let's put him on." Okay, our that national makes sense. Team. He's also it is his last year. I could see yeah. that potentially happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love that this is the 422nd Quidditch World Cup. We missed 420 by two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a missed opportunity! <laughs> missed opportunity, Jay Carroll. Missed opportunity, especially the Irish and the green. Oh, oh. seriously? Oh, missed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I love the speech that Ron gives, and he's like, Crumb is more than an athlete. He's an artist. <laughs> and just everyone giving him just like, he has a man crush. Leave him. Everyone oh, has a man crush, I so think. So great, yeah. And I love the song, Victor, I love you. Victor, I do. Uh, if only I want a song like that written about me. So if you can't turn it to the podcast, that's how you can Just r- write that yeah, song. Write, write a song. <laughs> Where's my Crumb song? I need to get out of bed in the morning. Uh, I don't even think they show that the Irish win, but Crumbs catches the snake right Mm -hmm. uh one of those things yeah but i remember that's a big deal in the book there's also like the weird they had like this weird optical thing in the book too that like is not mentioned here at Mm -hmm. all where they had like a it was like a telescope thing yeah uh and then uh the death eaters attack they literally look like kkk members oh yeah has to be by design oh definitely Um, and he like literally gets like stomped on which I feel so bad for anybody who went to a protest and got, like, mm-hmm. anything that is even remotely similar to this. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. it like, honest, it was honestly hard kind of rewatching that particular scene where, like, you have everything fresh in your mind with everything going on right now. And you're just like, okay. I yeah. Get, like, that's, that's, that's harsh. Yeah. It was based on reality for <laughs> sure, unfortunately. Hey, it's not just The Simpsons predicting the future. <laughs> <laughs> If only it were that simple. <laughs> it comes up that, you know, the Death Eaters kind of come in under under the security. But, like, there's a lot of wizards there. Mm-hmm. No one can fight against the Death Eaters. Not one. I think people are paralyzed by fear. I, I guess. Think that's a lot of it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't know how many, like, stayed overnight, yeah. right? Because you can operate and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, the only reason they did that is because, like, obviously the Weasleys have a bunch of children. So. Yeah. I don't know how campy it was. But anyway, Bounty Crutch Jr., sorry, casts the Dark Mark. Mm-hmm. And then Ron and Hermione were looking for Harry. And I don't know how long they were looking. Like, how long has Harry been missing? I don't know. Hours? It's like, been missing for a good while. Yeah, I get, and his, like, scar is super hurting. Uh, it's been a while since that's happened. Mm-hmm. And then they try to accuse Harry Potter of making the Dark Mark. Mm-hmm. And then Crouch is like, the Crouch Senior, this is very confusing. I wish, why do they name him after himself? I, I hate it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But Crouch is like, which one of you conjured it? And it's like, your fucking son did, asshole. <laughs> like, I always did. Obviously, in hindsight, you know, it's 2020. Like, he, come, he comes at them, like, you've been discovered at the scene of the crime. And you're like, 
just the genuine look of like confusion on Harry's like what crime I have yeah. no idea what the hell's going on but I think they did use Harry's wand in the book I, to cast the dark mark which is Probably also crazy yeah. yeah just crazy because I think you're, when you use different people's wands it's supposed to be like harder but man mm-hmm. Crouch Jr. will do anything for Voldemort yeah <laughs> for sure on the train where the trolley of candy is there Harry sees Cho Chang and then just falls in love with her instantly. For a instantly uh, is for her. Like, is I, into Asians apparently. I love, <laughs> I love like the old trolley ladies. Like anything sweet for you? Yeah. And he's just like, no, I'm good. It's like I've got it all right here. It's like <laughs> you, you know you want something sweet. It's just not on the trolley. Oh, yeah. So then they decide to let Sirius know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he And they literally, they send Hedwig off the motherfucking train. It's that urgent. I don't even, I thought they stored animals in different, I guess they store them in the, the same car. Yeah. 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 So I guess it's not that hard, but just like open the train window. Like, Bye, Burr. <laughs> That's insane to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so then we see all of the other students coming aboard. I don't even think they like let them know I don't know. I can't remember in the book if they let him know over mail that. Oh, by the way, we're having the Triwizard Tournament piece. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, but you see the beautiful Pegasus carriage and these mm-hmm. huge pirate ships. Oh, so cool! Uh, and it's like, what? Well, why do those? You know, the visiting schools get such awesome entrances, and everyone at Hogwarts does ride a fucking train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love to go to Hogwarts in a carriage pulled by Pegasus. That would oh. be so sick. Yeah, the budget. You got the budget. But I hate when they come in and like the ladies of the school, I can't ever pronounce the French school, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they go and they do this like I fucking hate the orgasm thing. Those entrances were so extra. They're so weird, too. And they're (laughs) all sexually charged. Even, like, the dumb strings, but they're like, with the banging Mm -hmm. of sticks on the ground. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, the the French school's headmaster is a big lady. She's a big girl. Um, So, what's his name? Seamus is like, wow, it's one big woman. It's like, like, yeah, really is. She is. She's glamorous, though, mm-hmm. definitely, for sure. Very, very. Uh, I also think it's weird. It's like, in the movie, it is just, like, the French school is all girls. The boy school, uh, the Durmstrang is all boys. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure in the book, it's mixed. Uh, yeah. It's also weird. It's like, what are these, like, the private schools? That's why they've got all the fancy stuff, It's kind of right? what I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and poor Hogwarts' public school trash. <laughs> And so they announced that Igor, who is the headmaster of uh, the Durmstrang, is a Death Eater. Was and that, or was, de- was a Death Eater. Yeah. But some people say you never stop yeah. being a Death Eater. Looking at you, Snape. <laughs> <laughs> but they've all got tattoos now. So yeah. that's how you know someone's a bad person, mm-hmm. is if they have a tattoo. It's so crazy that people have... The Death Eater tattoo is a Harry Potter tattoo. Mm-hmm. Are those people Nazis? I, I, <laughs> Are I don't know. Are they evil? Not to shame you if you have that. Maybe you just love Harry Potter, but that is... It is yeah. concerning. It is concerning. Yeah. It's definitely probably safer to get, even though it's basic, the Three Brothers tattoo. Oh, the Deathly Hallows? <laughs> yeah, the Deathly Hallows tattoo, but... <laughs> Uh, but I get why the dark mark is appealing. I personally like the one in a very Potter musical where it's a smiley face and there's like a snake coming out of it. So good. It's <laughs> genius. That's the one I would get. Um, and then the big headmaster French lady. I should know her name, but I don't. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> she does. But she's like, 
the Pegasuses only drink single malt whiskey. I want the Pegasus's life. Uh, and Hagrid is just so turned on that he accidentally stabs Professor Flick with a fork. Um, it looks so big. Like, oh. it just... He's already a tiny man, too. Exactly. He's already a tiny... That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's his, he needs those hands. Yeah. That's like... Uh, Hagrid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So then, basically, they explain the Triwizard Tournament, where it's internal glory, and all you've got to do is survive these three times. Yeah. What? These are <laughs> students. I know. I can't... I can't even. I don't even. It, 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 <laughs> and then they, they put in that age restrictions. Like, you, if you're under 17, you can't do it. It's like. Why did you bring them to school? Exactly. <laughs> what did you. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, I'm going to pause it. And then there's like this random thunderstorm in the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's never really happened before at Hogwarts. But then Mad Eye Moody just shows up and puts it out. Just got to make an entrance, I guess. I love Mad Eye Moody. Like, he is by far one of my favorite favorite characters throughout the entire series and honestly like i i I think it's because of um brendan gleason's performance it's pretty good like it opened my eyes to him i don't know if you've seen any of his other stuff but i recent not too long ago i saw him in um in bruges with colin farrell great movie dark funny and it it, it just like he kind of he kind of brings some of that into into Mad Eye, and I think oh, it, yeah. it really works. Mad Eye creeps me the heck out personally. I, <laughs> I respect him, but I'm mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm not terrified upon looking at him. But yeah, there's no bad actors in any of these Harry Potter's. No. I feel like. Uh, but anyway, Mad Mad Eye Moody was an Auror, and he quit his job to teach the dark arts, which, which is insane. Um, but it makes sense. It makes sense for him for him to be a defense against the dark arts teacher. It does. It's weird that he. I feel like he would never give up the job, no. though, right? Like, the aura job. It feels too perfectly mm-hmm. him. Like, he feels too passionate about it yeah. to teach. But obviously, this isn't Mad Eye Moody, that we don't know that yet at this point <laughs> in the story. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, spoilers. And then <laughs> what I love is that they catch Mad Eye Moody drinking, and they're like, oh, it's not... Uh, they're like, what is he drinking? They're like, it's not water. It's not pumpkin juice. Yeah, why is that always the go-to in this yeah. universe? It's like, what do you think it is? Pumpkin? Like, why is pumpkin juice? Like, is it that good? But I also love that, like, Dumbledore hired an alcoholic, potentially, like, for school. Like, his this man's hiring uh-huh. credentials. He's just got to be, like, hire, he's hiring. He was there as a favor to Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess maybe they're alcoholics together. Or I don't maybe, know. Possibly. Do you think Mad Eye Moody fucked Dumbledore? I'm not saying it's outside the <laughs> realm of possibility. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. Anyway, everybody is pissed that you have to be 17 to mm-hmm. enter, um, which I don't know why. I feel like some people, I don't feel like as many people should have been as pissed as they should yeah. have been. It's a bit extra. Anyway, they say if you're chosen for the Triwizard Tournament, there's no going back. And then we see, and I hate this cutscene so much because it's so unnecessary and it doesn't add anything, but we see Igor, the headmaster of Durmstrang, he mysteriously closes the doors to mm-hmm. the cup, right, um, with the Goblet of Fire, and it's, oh, it's so dumb. I hate it. But I mean, it, it's, it's, it's that misdirect. That's, that's what it's supposed to be. I guess, but it feels so on the nose and like, yeah. you don't need it. But I think that that's kind of the point. Like, it's so on the nose that you're just going to assume, oh, it's him. So when you that twist comes, you're like, oh. I did not feel the oh personally. Well, I'm just saying, that, I, I, I imagine that's what the goal yeah. was. And it's for kids, mm-hmm. and so maybe they felt the um, but I, I don't like, it's so like, he, it's so performative when he puts in the the performance that is chosen or like, and like, I think the direction of the scene where he puts it in is so like, mm-hmm. 
Because I feel like he would have just like casually put it in, and that is that makes more sense yeah. instead of this like, oh, I'm putting it in. <laughs> Say that to your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, a hell of a foreplay. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it in. So great. Anyway, Matt and Moody's first freaking lesson is the unforgivable curses. Like, talk about trauma on the first day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I also love that they're like, they're unnamed because they are unforgivable. Like, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But they're like, if you do them, you're going to go to Azkaban. Mm-hmm. What are they learning them? Like, this has to be obviously that he is. I wonder if the real Mad-Eye Moody would have taught this. Uh, probably, uh, maybe. Po- possibly. I mean, because like, it, it's also one of those things like, how can you learn to defend yourself against this kind of stuff if you don't know what this kind of stuff does? Yeah. And you should know that it's probably illegal. You should know yeah. the law. I feel like our education system does not do that. It just is no. like, here's a bunch of... Fun facts that you mm-hmm. might excel at trivia night one day. Yep. <laughs> Nothing useful or pertaining to your mm-hmm. life, really. Mm-hmm. And the things that are, it's like only like a 10% knowledge level. Yeah. Oh, so bad. But uh, the cool thing about Mad-Eye that I feel like is not talking about is how his eye can like see through the back of his head. Yeah. His like magical eye. It's so much in more detail in the book, but uh, mm-hmm. it's freaking cool. I wish I had a magical eye. I just got a stupid dead guy's eye for my eye. I can't see through the back or... And see people put things underneath desks. I'm pissed off and angry. <laughs> <laughs> I love in the first day of class two, he's like, let's be illegal. And I'm going to mm-hmm. cast these curses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so fun. I also think it's interesting because in the movie world, they've built out that the apologies potion does not disguise his voice. So Barty Crouch Jr. is just an extremely good voice actor. Yeah. He's <laughs> an yep. extremely amazing. So props for Barty Crouch. He's acting for the Dark Lord. Yep. I mean, unless there's like... A, like another level of polyjuice potion that you know because like yeah when, when harry ron and hermione did it it was just they're set they were like second years so yeah there's no way there was no way in hell they were going to be able to reach that level and i then, don't know hermione's pretty good yeah but like <laughs> but with what's yeah. available to her she's good with it yeah for you sure. know unless she's going out of her way to like discover new stuff i don't i think they're they're limited yeah so then we learn about the curse impervious which makes somebody do whatever they want the person to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaky seems like it could be helpful, but also scary if you're on the other end. Yeah. My notes, I wrote that it was unnecessary because of truth serum that you could mm-hmm. just kind of get, I mean, especially like Cruciano, the curse too. I was yeah. like, some of these aren't necessary because couldn't you just get somebody to tell the truth and that's what you want? But then I realized if you can get somebody to do something, you can get, you can set them up, right? And get yeah. them arrested and out of your way or into a position that you, you know, get fired from their job if you wanted to. It is mm-hmm. dangerous. Yeah. This year we learned that Neville is good at herbology. Yep. And that Matt and Moody somehow knows that already, just being he's so smart. Well, pro, um, Professor Sprout is the one who's kind of like talking about like, yeah, he's he seems to be pretty good at this stuff. So then the teachers just kind of talk. Yeah, I, I wonder what like the teacher's lounge at Hogwarts looks like. <laughs> I, honestly, it's probably I, super sick. It's yeah. super sick, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's hard because Matt and Woody has to talk about the Cruciatus curse, which like ruined Neville's life, mm-hmm. made his parents so crazy in front of him, and he is like messed up. Oh his yeah, class. he is seriously like there's the PTSD. Like there's this shot when he's when he's heads back up to the classroom with Moody to have a cup of tea where they have the stained glass window and there's just like a sing- it's raining outside but there's just like a single oh, yeah. droplet of rain that goes down the, the cheek tear. of the glass and I'm just like dude oh, it's, so, it's, it's hard poor Neville yeah. why is it always him yeah 
It's it's insane. It's interesting too because Maddie Moody is saying like, oh, all of these people who were guilty after Lord Voldemort, who had been doing bad things, would try to like just say that oh, Voldemort made me do it, and mm-hmm. that brings my point back to like the truth serum too. I was like, well, why didn't they just mm-hmm. truth serum them? And I guess is truth serum like lo- like a luxury, like a very. Uh, it, yeah. it feels like one of those potions where it's like it's it's because it's so powerful. It's, it's probably uses ingredients that aren't exactly mm-hmm. you know an everyday it's thing. Rare. It's very yeah. rare potion. Yeah, but even Hermione couldn't give Mad-Eye Moody the last curse. And then Harry's just sitting in class like, oh, wow, fuck. I'm the only one who survived. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, fuck that me. Because it, it's, it's like only one person survived it and he's sitting in his room like, oh, I wonder who he's talking about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Also, the shot of that, too, when he like, because he like stands like crotch level or like the way that he stands to Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. This is so like... It's a lot. And the fact that you know that this is Barty Crouch Jr. on the rewatch makes yeah. it so much worse. You no, know, and, and it's funny because, like, when you're rewatching it, you start to see, you know, that little, like, tongue thing that he oh, does? Yeah. Like, oh. you start seeing a little bit more. It's like, oh, the potion's wearing off. That's why he's so quick to start drinking again. And it's just, it's, it's so funny to see. This whole movie is weirdly intense, mm-hmm. too. And then Cedric puts his name in the Goblet of Fire, and Ron is like, Oh, I would love to be chosen one day because Ron is dumb sometimes. (laughs) Likes glory. I I feel like it's because Harry Potter is his best friend. He's like the guy is, you know, the chosen one, the the boy who, the the chosen one, the boy who lived all these things. And I'm just Ron Weasley. Like he wants something to put him on par. Well, and he's got all these other talented siblings too. And Ron is probably the least talented Mm -hmm. of his family. Mm -hmm. Ron is probably the most like his dad. Yeah. Like could have just gone into my boat. Probably would have just followed his footsteps without Harry Potter. And it's, it's like, it's honestly that the kind of, if I feel like Ron and Draco are, are so similar because they're both go trying to go out of their way to prove themselves that they're, they can be on Harry's level, Mm -hmm. but they're just going about it in such different ways. You know, obviously Draco's just, angry and jealous and envious but ron is trying to be supportive while also like honestly i think it's in this one we see his jealousy just get the better of him and it, oh, I hate it, it. It, it he's so annoying in this so movie he's, this is hard too because you start to lose i think there's very little likable about movie ron sometimes mm-hmm. like you have to go on the back that like he's only likable because hermione likes him right yeah. this is what happened like and harry and he's harry's best friend mm-hmm. and like and he's been there but he he does some <sighs> some boyish things i will say but <laughs> anyway his brothers fred and george are they're gonna do it they're going for the goblet of fire yep. and i love hermione it's not going to work right oh <laughs> so good but because she's like, Dumbledore drew an aging mm-hmm. line. Like, you have to be about it. Um, and then, oh, this part breaks me. I came with her at the summer notes. But this is the only scene that they both see each other old. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry to ruin this for you. I'm sorry. It hurts. I know. <laughs> it's really... You oh. can't, it's not, I can't watch, the, that used to be a fun scene for me, yep. okay? It used to be a happy scene, kind of a, a good laugh that we mm-hmm. needed, something we can depend on from Fred and George, but then I was like, I thought that, and I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 no. Um, Crumb also puts his name in the Goblet of Fire, and we see Hermione kind of being a little attractive mm-hmm. for that. Like, he, like he is <laughs> staring her down Yeah, she's so like, oh, hard. big boy, put your name in me next. <laughs> Among other Ron things. Who? <laughs> 
And so then every, it, uh, it's time for the cup to announce who's it going to be. And it ends up being Crumb, Fleur, and Cedric. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only one will win. But then, da-da-da-da, it calls out Harry Potter. And I fucking love this moment yep. so much where he has to like, he's just like sitting there. He's like, I do not want to get off. I don't accept it. He's like it, slowly right? sitting back down. like, nope. No, nope, I'm not Harry. I <laughs> wish I wasn't Harry Potter in this moment. I hate this. I, I just changed my name recently. It's a Boogaloo. <laughs> it's just like something ridiculous. And I, I don't understand. They're like, he has to perform. And I was like, does why? What? No, I, it's enchanted, I, it, like, I, guess? I would love to know what the consequences of not doing it would be. Does the cup just kill you? And then it's like, you didn't play you're going to he's like just, I, I yeah i want i want to know that because like i we hope you know from there we go to the scene of them in that trophy room and you see dumbledore running at <laughs> harry like why in the book it's like dumbledore asked calmly and then in the movie it's like harry potter <laughs> it's, it's like, like death why? metal it's like he's not going anywhere why are you charging yeah. at him I think he wanted to do it because Harry is so familiar with Dumbledore. He wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. Harry wasn't going to lie. And also the similarity yeah. to Voldemort, right? was like, I'm not going to get another guy that's lying to me. Like, mm-hmm. did you do this? Because, like, and Harry needing to take it seriously that if he did, he needs to come forward. Because yeah. I think Dumbledore knows that Harry is a very powerful wizard. I think the only reason Harry doesn't always demonstrate he's a powerful wizard is Harry's own limiting self-beliefs. Yeah. I think Harry struggles with confidence a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I feel so bad, though. He can't ever just be a spectator, right? No. He just wants to watch. This yeah. Guy. He was so content, and he's like, fuck, I have to perform. <laughs> this is like the actor who's been trying to quit, and everybody's like, no, you gotta come out and do this. And he's like, fine. Like the, he's like the Joe Pesci of Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to be retired. Yeah. Like, just fuck off, Marty. I don't want to do the another one. I always feel bad for him, too, because everybody always thinks it's his fault. And it's like, he's a literal scar on his forehead. Don't you guys know at this point, he's just cursed. He's just a cursed person. But he's it's also the thing, luck. like, he's only known about this world for four years. Yeah. He didn't grow up with any of this stuff. And then I love that in that scene, it's like, you see Mad-Eye, you know, chiming in and explaining, like, there's no way he could have done it. Oh, yeah, because he explains the exact way it would be mm-hmm. done, too. It's uh-huh. like, uh-huh, Mad-Eye, how would you know? And, right? and yeah. it's funny, because even when, you know, when Eeyore calls him on that, it's like, it was my job to think like a dark mm-hmm. wizard. That's why I know. But yeah. it, it, it's like, it's... I think Igor knows that he's kind yeah. of taken the apologist potion, mm-hmm. right? He's, he's got a... I, I imagine he knows. But it's yeah. also, like, it's kind of it was kind of refreshing to, like, for, see an argument in a movie be settled with logic yeah it's like what for sure and not just because a bunch of these movies too it was just left out for like like in the last one harry was like i know this is the shrieking shack and it was like how did you know mm-hmm. <laughs> right there's like been a couple of moments where it's like we just know things about a thing yeah because i was the screenwriter and i got stuck and i can't look at this <laughs> piece of paper any fucking more <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's just anxious and mm-hmm. all the teachers are like oh geez like because he's now 14 competing in this highly hard uh tri tournament and then ron obviously is pissed he's like you didn't tell me mm-hmm. and harry's like you're stupid <laughs> um, you're being stupid uh, yeah and and ron's like i guess i'm just harry Potter's stupid friend <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, this conversation is not funny. It's infuriating, but to repeat it because it's so dumb. It's honest. It's so it's so funny because of how dumb it is. It's so freaking dumb. And then, uh, 
They're just, they're both angry, and the pajama choice in the scene throws off the, the seriousness of his best friend being an absolute tool. But, <laughs> all right. And then we meet, oh my god, I love Rita Skeeter. I hate her oh my god. so I much. I love her. I, I, I hate her, her so much. <laughs> She's my goal. She's so <laughs> annoying. Like, that whole bit in, in the broom closet, it's like, oh, you know, Harry pointing out, it's a broom closet. And her saying, like, yeah, you should be used to it. It's like, why? So that is unnecessary. How does she know that, like, too? How does she know? She's done research on I would, I would assume yeah. so. She's got a file on Harry already. It's like, like, like ho- uh, Harry's Hogwarts letter was, like, number four privet drive under the stairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, why Why would you sit, like, you keep yeah. reminding him that he had to live there. I also love that she thinks he's 12, which makes the scene super uncomfortable. There's mm-hmm. like a predator thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go into this closet with this 12-year-old boy. Are you going to, excuse me, rape Harry Potter <laughs> before the Triwizard Tournament? Hasn't this kid been through enough? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write this report about how I raped Harry Potter. Jesus Christ, lady. Like, oh my God. And then, like, the whole interview is just annoying. It's like, what would your parents think of what you're going through? It's like, ah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't... And she's like, oh, trauma made you keen. And it was like, actually, trauma makes Harry want to avoid doing shit mm-hmm. and, like, not live his life yep. to the fullest and just, like, live calmly and peacefully. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, honestly, I, you think about it. It's like, if his parents were still alive, he wouldn't be going through half the shit he's going through right now. No. <laughs> And unfortunately, I love, though, in the, the write-up of this article, it's like, his eyes glistening with the ghost of his past. <laughs> and it's like so... And he's just like clearly uncomfortable mm-hmm. this entire interview. And it's yep. like, I don't... Doesn't want to talk. And probably what I also feel bad about is like, this was Fleur, Crumb, and Cedric's like 15 minutes at fame at least. And they yeah. all got cheated out of this interview. Mm-hmm. So Harry... And like, Harry's already had all the press. And yeah. that also like, he gets all of this stuff. This must what like what it is to be somebody's famous kid right mm-hmm. and just like have that animosity of other people towards yeah. you yeah it's crazy so then Sirius is like hey you gotta meet me in this fireplace because the ministry is intercepting owls and then he's like oh by the way the bird bites but he says at the end it- leave <laughs> with that Sirius leave with it he's like ow <laughs> yeah oh my goodness I also am like, I can't believe that the Ministry has been so bad at tracking down Sirius Black. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Like, the, it's so stupid. The whole, the, the the government of the Ministry of Magic, it just feels like, it's it's kind of useless. It's like, what do they actually do? Uh, like our government? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess keep the roads semi less potholy. They're still a little bit. Pot- but like they, they don't know. even really yeah. do anything in the real world. It's Take the magical money. world. Yeah, they don't, I don't but know. even then, the, the, yeah. the goblins at Gringotts, not the yeah. actual ministry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Art imitates life. <laughs> anyway, so Sirius appears in this fireplace. Uh, I love how they never use mobile technology. How easy would it be just to have Seriously. a phone? Right? No, it's it's funny because it work in Hogwarts. You mm, get cell service no, in Hogwarts. Like, it, it's funny because. Like, I was I was rewatching the movie with my brother and my sister, and my brother was the one who pointed out like they, considering the age that they live in, they couldn't have cameras around the goblet of fire to make sure yeah. no one tries to mess with it. Are you telling me you don't have a magic equivalent of a cam? Mm-hmm. Or, right? Like, like what, maybe you guys should stop underestimating muggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they've got something on you, like, wizards. What, what is your security, Mister Filch? <laughs> yeah, a squib. <laughs> 
But anyway, Sirius is basically like, yo, Hogwarts is unsafe and nobody stops being a Death Eater. Um, and he's like, Barty Crouch Sr. sent his own son to Azkaban. And he's like, whoever put your name in there is not your friend. On, on the Hogwarts isn't safe. It's one of those no shit Sherlock yeah. moments for Has me. Has Hogwarts ever been the, the, safe? It's since, my friend. The, since the first day, this kid set foot at this school. It has not been safe. Like, oh. I don't know why they keep, like, you keep going there, dude. You're kind of the catalyst for it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and also, who Dumbledore hires is also not making this any yeah. safer. <laughs> uh, but all right. And then Sirius is like, keep your friends close, except now his friends hate him. So Harry is fucked. Um, and like him, again, like him warning Harry that people die in, in the Triwizard Tournament. And you're just like, then why do students compete? <laughs> Didn't you already get in trouble for a student dying in the Chamber of Secrets, Hogwarts? It's like this is how we this is how they control the wizarding population, okay. I'm assuming. When will you learn that your actions have consequences? <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad Harry Potter. <laughs> um, and I hate I don't think it is this way in the book, but Hermione is hanging with Ron and Jenny, and it's just like she's being a hoe before a bro. And I hate it. <laughs> I I feel like it's not her, because mm-hmm. in the books, I think she does hang out with Harry and yeah. not Ron, even though I get it, because she's got a bit crush on Ron, and I mm-hmm. understand when you're that age, you, like, kind of ditch your friends for your boyfriend, and it's it's not great, but you're in love. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she relays this information that Hagrid is looking for Harry, but she yells at Harry for asking her to repeat something, even though Ron started this. Yeah. It's unfair, dude. Yeah, I did I, I, I did not like that moment. Yeah. It's like, I'm not an owl. Then why are you being one for him? Yeah. Because you want to suck his dick, Hermione? Come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you'll never suck Harry. <laughs> you could have maybe in the seventh book. I don't know Possibly. what happened. I don't, not everything was written down. But anyway, <laughs> I love that Hagrid combed his hair and has a flower in it. Honestly, looks. <laughs> um, I, I love that little moment where it's like, oh, you you know, Harry calling him out. Like, you combed your hair. It's like, yeah, you should try it sometime. It's like, um, yeah. it's like don't come at me, bro. But it hurts to comb hair. I'm terrible brushing my hair. Oh, no, like, yeah. No, oh, I, 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 I stop. Like, I... Uh, when you have any sort of curly hair, this is straight hair privilege to comb your hair. I feel I can't well, ever find a curly hair brush that even works very good. Oh uh, well, like for me, I'm I just recently decided to embrace my curls. So I'm like I'm trying not to brush it as I'm like yeah. doing this whole. I finger thing. comb a lot. I finger. Comb. I'm starting to do that yeah. more. Because I feel like when I brush, I just like made my hair look like trolley, like Hermione's in the first two movies. Anytime I brush my hair, it just goes out and triangular <laughs> like that. It's huge, and I'm like. I think I'm just going to leave it, this, like, devil snare tangled, and you guys are going to just have to deal, I think. Uh, I decided I like one better than the other, and I don't. It would take me three hours to do my hair. Uh, oh, my goodness. But I love that Hagrid takes Harry. He's, like, third-wheeling on this date mm-hmm. to go see the dragons. And I love that, like, everybody's, like, just loves cheating, right? We're all just going to clearly cheat on this task so nobody dies, I guess. Uh, what a great... Yeah. Well, I'll just cheat. That's it. I also feel like it is a missed opportunity, even though I get it, that Norbert is not one of the dragons. I know. It's a missed opportunity. I was so upset about that. Also, the animal cruelty with the dragons is it's pretty terrible. Yeah, but that horn tail's kind of a dick. Yeah. And guess one which Harry's getting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, but he's probably a dick because he's in a small cage and they like yeah. take him from his home. He's like, anger, who knows? Could be a mommy horntail. Where's our baby? True. Right? I think they fucked up the horntail. The horntail is uh, responding to conditions of abuse. So, <laughs> um, so Ron knew about these dragons because of his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what he knows from like Hagrid because they talk about, oh, Charlie Weasley. Yeah. And then 
Uh, and Harry's pissed because Ron didn't even say anything. Terrible friend alert. Banned. I'm banning Ron Weasley. I'm deleting Ron Weasley's Twitter. (laughs) He's no longer allowed to use the platform. (laughs) (laughs) And then I feel so bad. And then they've all got these, like, Potter stinks buttons. Like, who... Who went Malfoy. out of their way? Like Malfoy. they and they got out so quickly. He's got money. He's got- <laughs> this just proves Malfoy is like he's like obsessed with Harry mm-hmm. Potter. He's got these pictures of Harry Potter too. Where did you get these, right? Malfoy? What are you doing with this? He's like been <laughs> masturbating over the Potter stakes one. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> I'm gonna tell my father about this. <laughs> oh, God. oh my goodness. Uh, and then. Cedric even laughs at the Harry Potter stinks buttons. Mm -hmm. And then Harry is such a kind boy and even tells him about the dragons. And Cedric's like, I told him not to wear them. But you laugh, Cedric. So nice try, Uh Larry. I don't trust you as I don't trust Edward. So, (laughs) Team Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh. uh, And I love that he calls, I think he calls Ron, you're a foul git. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love it. Like, that whole little interaction was just like, Nothing came of it. No, stay away from me. Like, <laughs> they were already staying away from each like, other. But I'm okay. It's like oh. what? Why? I love the insult. I think we need to call more people foul, foul gits. gits. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's relatively harmless, right? You I know, mean, you know, you've done something wrong, but you're not going to cry over being called a foul git. I guess. Yeah. No. I am. Yeah. There's so many worse things yeah. to be called. So we should instead of trolling and being like, kill yourselves. I would just recommend calling people <laughs> foul gits. You're a foul I, git. I don't think you say anything mean really if you don't have anything nice just like keep it to yourself unless uh you think the person is going to hurt themselves or others by continuing their action but yeah just stop saying mean things and just call people foul gets i think this is my petition i think it's better um (laughs) i love malfoy too he's like my father doesn't think you're gonna last five minutes because i couldn't last five minutes when i was jacking off to your picture harry (laughs) but and then mad eye turns him into a ferret which is great guess what also i learned today from Hmm. my political conversation with my aunt we have similar lung structures as ferrets so it's probably an easy transformation probably Um, it's such a weird thing to learn considering the conversation you had. Yes. Very, very, very interesting. Um, but I love when McGonagall goes up and she's like, "What? hey, what are you doing? And he's like, teaching. Teach. So good. Uh, and she's like, is that a student? And he's like, technically it's a ferret. He's such right. a smart ass. Oh, I love it. So good. And he's like, Malfoy, your father's cruel and you are pathetic. And then Malfoy, of course, is like, my father won't hear about it. I can't imagine Malfoy's letter to my dad's daddy. Um, today, after coming after Harry Potter five times, uh, through masturbating to Potter Boy, I I was filled with a rage, uh, so I made these buttons. Um, just I, I don't. Lucius can't read these. I no, I, I imagine like he gets so sick of hearing about just, this stuff. He it's probably like probably throws him in the fire. Like the mom probably loves reading this and is like, oh, a Potter stinks button, hilarious, right? Like, well, one of them's got to give some kind of shit about yeah. Draco, right? Yes. Um, and McGonagall makes it clear that they never knew Transfiguration as a punishment, even though he kind of knew that. But what are they going to do? Fire him right. from Hogwarts, <laughs> where we've had so many ill-equipped teachers. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets fired it's from like, the public wh- school system. It's like, what are you going to do? Get another defense against the Dark Arts teacher? Go for yeah. it. Oh, it's also so weird in the next scene that Mad Eye like takes off his peg leg in front. Like it's like a weird undressing in front of hair. It feels inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Not to be ableist, right? You should be able to take off your yeah. leg or whatever if you want to. But it feel this mm-hmm. one feels weirdly sexually charged. It feels weird. Um, and this is the second strike. First we had Rita Skeeter, and then yep. we have this one. <laughs> 
It's also interesting, too, if you catch the fool glass, you can see Barty Crouch's face in it. Yep. Super cool. Like, oh, just all those lenses in his office are just oh, kind of, yeah. it's kind of off-putting, honestly. What's here? I love it, too. He's like, oh, what's in the trunk? And he's like, you wouldn't believe it if I told you. And it was like, literally, though. <laughs> like, true. <laughs> And then we basically learn that Harry improvises everything, which now I realize this is why my boyfriend Luke hates him, because he's also an improviser. Thus, Harry Potter is his competition. So, I see you, Luke. <laughs> and Harry's like, I don't know what I'm going to, I guess I'm like a good flyer, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, the first person to be the youngest in the Quidditch team. Yeah. And then uh, Maddie's like, also, uh, you know you're allowed a wand, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you're not allowed a uh, broom. And Harry's like, oh yeah, her magic. <laughs> It's like, it's like you, you have all these abilities to just kind of circumvent the rules with your wand. And it's just like, oh, yeah. it, the fact that it doesn't occur to him kind of shows <laughs> me like how inexperienced, yeah. immature, and just how out of fucking place he is well, in this tournament. Well, it's also hard, too, because you've got to go the summer and then relearn the rules of the muggle world, right? And then mm-hmm. are just like tossed again into it. And I'm sure he's like, he's always traumatized over the summer, mm-hmm. too. So it's like disorienting to be back yeah. in a place where you're like accepted. Mm-hmm. And he's probably also traumatized by the amount of pressure this tournament is. Yeah. Uh, students are literally making bets, which absolutely a school thing. And I, I love that Fred and George are the ones that are in charge of it. It makes uh-huh. so much sense for them to be that. Yes. <laughs> And then I love, though, that Hermione sneaks back to whisper good luck, um, more feed for the shippers of Harry and Hermione. Because mm-hmm. in the movies, it really does feel like they should have yeah. together. It doesn't feel... Ron feels forced, which is uh, their fault. <laughs> but, but, like, it also make It kind of makes sense that, you know, ultimately it's Ron and Hermione with every, the way their relationship progresses. Yeah. Uh, and this one too, it's not in the movie, but it's, I love it in the book is that they take a picture of the hug that Hermione gives Harry and then Miss Weasley is all mean to Hermione and like sends her like lesser Christmas gifts in the book because she thinks basically that like she's not going to be with Ron mm-hmm. or like is leading on Ron and gets all weird about it. It's so, so weird. I, I hated it in the book, but I, but I like it in terms of the story because it feels mm-hmm. real. Yeah. And then Crumb sticks up and is like, yo, get the fuck out. This is for champions and, and friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Absolutely so cute. And then, but Hermione has to leave anyway because they're like, Miss Granger, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'll just go. <laughs> like, she's just like hanging around for a really long time. And then literally you can see how much of a control freak Barty Crouch Sr. is because he literally like takes the children and positions them mm-hmm. in a lot. And they, there's no reason to position yep. them. They, no. they like they were already kind of circled around him. Yes. He was standing in the middle of all of them already. Yeah. So the little baby Welsh dragon goes to Floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chinese firewall goes to Crumb. The Swedish one goes to Cedric. And of course, the hotel goes to Harry. Yep. Uh, and they've got to get that egg protein for the next task. <laughs> so... I, 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 I'm kind of bummed out that, you know, in the movie, we don't really get to see much of like the other dragon interactions i would have at least like a quick yeah little montage of like how they did it that was kind cool. of like the waiting though of harry because it is harry potter's movie yeah. right of he he doesn't see them he doesn't he has no idea what they are and that kind of keeps the fairness because then could you just change your tactic yeah. it's like a fair thing to be you can't just cheat off of what other people are doing. but i mean if, i mean considering the tournament is a tournament where people die i think it's okay to watch like you know what they're doing that i'm gonna change it up because i don't want to die but then you get a privilege if you go last well, instead yeah. Of, yeah so it's not it's i get that it's keeping it as fair as possible mm-hmm. um and also all the students are learning they'll tell harry about it i'm sure yeah if maybe a muggle out there is filming this um where's the filmed footage of this <laughs> 
Um, and so they're like, I love also the bit of the cannon that always goes off too early. So good. It's funny that Phil just became this like comedic <laughs> character. Like you see him in like the Sorcerer's Stone and the Chamber of Secrets. He's pretty serious with yeah. the way he's he carries himself, but then he just kind of starts to like devolve into yeah. the comedy character. And I think just, they like, had to do that because I was I'm on a pretty much that Phil should be fired campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much rooting for it. I would sign a petition that he should be fired or this real because he was like he wanted to kill them in the second one. I get that his cat died, but still, I mm-hmm. like if you even ran over my cat, I'd be like, oh fuck. But I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't think it was your fault automatically. Yeah. Phil's just problem. Well, to be fair, your cat's. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my kids are crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy yeah that's right so i love that harry's like just calmly when he enters too he's like all right i guess i'll just go get the egg seems simple and the mm-hmm. dragon's like psych bitch <laughs> bet you thought you saw the last of me it was, uh, it was honestly <laughs> such a, a such a sick sequence the entire harry versus the dragon was oh, yeah. so cool although why didn't he just like aco the egg right like ACO yeah. the egg right that's a really one mm. of them had to have done that yeah like, i i think simple. so also, we if, we wouldn't have gotten you know him on the firebolt just flying around yes. Hogwarts, I trashing the, the super- action scene. Uh, yeah, is cool. Uh, yeah, yes. it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love too that they're like, use your wand, Harry. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm a wizard. I've been going to school for wizardry for four years. <laughs> yeah, a wand. But like, it's also like use. Your- he's facing a dragon, and he's facing the most aggressive out of all of them. Why give him, why give him a second. Out? Why wasn't this wand out? You already in the room knowing for hours that he was going to face this dragon. What are you telling me? You what? He got, like, stage fright. Well, you stand up against a dragon and see if you know, like, a little... Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's also, like, it's not fair. His dragon breaks out of the chains. Did the other dragons break out of the oh, chains? No. That, right? that, that dragon okay. was like, you, no chain can hold me. He was yeah. full-on Pinocchioing it. Oh, he was rough. Oh, my goodness. Um... I also, too, the thing about action scenes that always gets me is, like, I know this movie is two hours and 30 minutes long. I know he doesn't die here. Don't try to fake me on the action mm-hmm. scene. What is he going to do? Oh, he's going to lose a finger, right? Like, I was like, you better lose something. Like, that's, I guess, the part, the hard part of me for action scenes is, like, mm-hmm. you go in and you, like, already know. Yeah. A lot of them, it's very hard for an action scene to, like, lose me completely and feel that it's, like, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also hard, obviously, I read the book, so I know Harry's going to survive for, like, at least three more. <laughs> but I think that's also kind of, like, the power of an action sequence where it's like if it's good enough to suck you in and even if you like mm-hmm. there's still at least an hour of movie left yeah and you're looking and you're watching it and you're thinking maybe he's not gonna make it oh i always thought he was going to make it i just was like i just kept thinking wow this is brutally unfair mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my whole thing <laughs> and then the dragon like dies i guess because it I ran into so. a building yeah, yeah. it, it kind of went out like a chump yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like that is how it would have really gone down. No, probably dragon, not. All right. But everybody then cheers for him. They like totally 360 their treatment of Harry Potter mm-hmm. all of a sudden. They're like, oh, you didn't die? Wow, you're incredible. People are <laughs> fake, dude. That's what I'm telling you. You can't ever take anybody's opinion. Like, <laughs> just people are, uh they're the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I love that he hams it up, though. And he's like, oh, do you want to see me open the egg? Who wants to see me open it? And we hardly ever see Harry enjoy his fame at uh-huh. all. And then it's like these terrible screams come out. Oh, they're awful. Oh. They're haunting. 
Uh, and then Ron is like, what the bloody hell is that? And the Fred and George are like, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable. Everybody, you know, like, give them some space. Give them some space to, like, bro it out. It, it's funny because there's that little moment ju- just as he's opening the eggs, the second the scream just kind of haunt out Fred and George, drop him on the <laughs> <Yeah>. floor. <laughs> so fun. Absolutely. That's what a Weasleys do. They just drop Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tough. <laughs> yep. And then they just stop fighting. Yeah. Like, That's basically it. Because Ron's like, I tried to warn you about the dragons. And then Harry's like, how could I have figured out that you were the one who was going to do that? Like, he was like, everybody's saying you put your name in. And then Hermione's just like, boys, which is how I feel. That's the entire <laughs> Absolutely. I feel Hermione. I would have not forgiven Ron. I would have been like, you can't be my friend It's anymore. like, you're being such, he's being yeah. such a dick. I, like, we need to ha- I need to see. I need, like, we need, need to, to rub my talk. feet every night, Ron. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about all that, but we definitely need to have like a heart to heart. like, Ron needs to like do his homework mm-hmm. or something. Like, I mean, it's like you have bad. all like if, uh, you have all these people talking behind your best friend's back, and you're believing them because you're jealous. That's bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, though, on the good side, Harry Potter gets flirted with. I love how they now think he's sexy, even though he's like beaten Voldemort at least twice at mm-hmm. this point. Like, yep. Oh, now, <laughs> but you beat a dragon. <laughs> I can say the name of a dragon. I'm a little bit scared to say Voldemort. Voldemort is my safe word. <laughs> it's a great safe word, honestly. Oh my god. Uh, and I in the book too, they and I think they maybe do it in the movie where they like talk about Hermione Granger's famous taste for wizards and they like mm. try to make her out to be like the socialite yeah. who's like sleeping to the top. Uh, and she's like fourteen, yep. you guys. Like and the newspaper that these adult wizards read. Mm-hmm. I, it really makes me think about like our gossip columns, right? And like reading like People magazine yeah. and like what that does to like report on child stars. Mm-hmm. That they've been using Nigel, who is Colin's brother, as an errand boy for her stuff, kind of unethical. But all right, is that their intern? I guess. I guess. <laughs> Just because he's promised an autograph. Yeah, really. And then Ron's dress robes. Oh yeah, hey, why? They're so rough. They're, <laughs> they're rough. And then uh, there is something kind of very weird that they have to like. They take lessons from Professor McGonagall, mm-hmm. and he has to dance with Professor yep. McGonagall. And there's like something weird. Like it is like a. She's like, put your hand on my waist, and they're like. I don't, I don't want to, I'm frightened, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm unsure, uh, and I, they I, literally I, say something is about to burst, and it's like, oh my <laughs> god, and I'm like, today, I wonder how many people have gotten a boner from Professor McGonagall. I don't know, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> the cougars? <laughs> yeah, no, I, that, that's, not, that's not one that ever crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah. I could see it for the divination teacher, I could see that, I could kind of see okay. it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll give you yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Hagrid continues to hit on the giant French lady mm-hmm. and Crumb is flexing around Hermione. Yep. And just a gaggle of girls just follow them you know, all. And, it's, and it's funny, I think one of the reasons like he's so attracted to her is because she seems to be so unattracted to him. Yeah. She just pays him no attention. He's like, yeah. She pays him a little attention. Yeah, but like not to the extent of all these other girls. She doesn't idolize him. She treats him like a person, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure if he's a very young Quidditch player and has been doing these national stuff, he's Mm -hmm. already a bit of a celebrity. He's probably used. So I think there is something interesting of like, oh, I know you're not just going to be into me for my money. I know that I can actually have a real connection with you. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know. I don't even know if I was rich and famous, if I would care. Like, are people just being my friend because of their money? I was like, they probably totally are, but I have money. Woohoo! <laughs> like, 
I would be like, I have friends. I was like, even if they would use me, it was like, I have people who will do this for me. I'm terrible. Uh, that's probably why I'm not rich yet. I don't have the right mindset, but I'm like, woohoo. Uh, but Neville has a date at this point, and Ron and Harry have no dates. Nope. Uh, and this is the scene where Snape is abusive yet again as a teacher and, like, literally yeah, shoves yeah. their heads down. And he smacks them with a book. Oh, my father would be hearing about this. <laughs> and my dad is a drug dealer and we don't speak. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, just towards the end of that, the tail, the tail end of that scene, you see him just, like, adjusting his, his sleeves. and He enjoys what oh, he's yeah. doing. Yeah, I also love how easy it is for Fred and George to ask somebody to go to the ball with them, mm-hmm. and, and Harry and Ron are like way over in over their heads. Did you go to a lot of a lot of dances? Uh, there was like a couple of dances I went to. I was asked to like two proms, but then I ended up leaving, so I didn't go to my own prom. I went to another school's prom that mm-hmm. I was asked by a boy. Hi, Vincent, if you're out there, I know you see my post sometimes, but we don't really talk. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> hope you're doing well. Thanks for taking me to prom. Um, but yeah, did you go to a lot of dances? I, I went to a few. I didn't dance, but I went. Oh, um, I'd love to dance. No, I, I wish I, I wish there were more adult places mm-hmm. to take to like a dance setting like that. Like clubs? No, clubs are <laughs> gross though. Clubs okay. are like, like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. feel like, I want more of like a classical ball thing. Yeah. And, then, and then you could also have the like, okay, well, after we've done like three ballroom mm-hmm. numbers or like waltzes, we can do the like banging thing. Yeah. Kind of like what they do here in the... Like, I mean, for me, like, in my entire, I guess, dance history, like, maybe I think only one or two stand out. They were both in my senior year. Like, one was my prom. And then there's, like, a winter formal. But it wasn't even because of the dance that it stood out. It's because I was the first time I drove my Mustang to... I drove myself. So, like, just getting out of this sweet, all-black Mustang, just walking into the the hall where the dance was, I felt like such a baller. I didn't do a damn thing at the dance, but I felt like a baller before. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's definitely a way to arrive. That's probably like the coolest. Mm-hmm. That feels like an '80s movie. Oh show. yeah, that, absolutely. I, I had ACDC blasting. It was <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. So Hermione has already got a date, and Ron thinks she's lying because Ron is just the absolute worst yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then Harry doesn't even stick up for her. Like Harry should have said something. This is like what you guys need to do in your guy friends. If somebody's doing this and be like, "Oh, you can't get a date in the guy friend group," you need to be like. Why not? She's perfectly dateable, right? And it shouldn't be awkward. You just, yeah, stick up for her. Don't mm-hmm. let girls get bullied like this. Ron's yeah. being awful. Absolutely awful. Um, and so Harry gets up the courage to ask Cho to the ball, but Cedric Scholar. Yep. She's like, sorry, but you've already said that I'm taken. No, I, lo- I said I'd go because yeah, she's and, Scottish. And, and <laughs> I love that she did tell him who it was. Because I feel like if, if she did at that particular moment, it would have been like a, little, a, a jab, a little like twist of the knife. She, yeah, she but then told he, it. Yeah. No, 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 she didn't. She doesn't tell him who. Yes, she does. She said Cedric asked me, and I already. And no, I no, said no. Go. No, she doesn't. Yes, she. I'm pretty sure she does in the movie. No, she said no in the movie. She says somebody's already asked me, and I said I'd go. Oh, okay. And because because when they we see them at the dance, there's that look of shock when he sees her with Cedric. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot that it is because it also Hermione too. It's all a shot. Yeah. Like, he's like very overwhelmed, and then he has to dance. Uh-huh. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm sorry. I thought she said it was Cedric. Even though I don't think that's a knife chap. I think that's, like, honestly more honest. Also, like, she already knows. Like, they're going to be seen together. I would have told him. I would have been like, sorry, Cedric asked me, right? At least the heads up. it also kind of blames. It also doesn't mean, like, it's it's kind of a, it's not that I don't like you. It's that I've already agreed. I can't go back on my promise. I'm a person of integrity. That I go with, like, if I say I'm going to do something, I have to follow through. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm flattered that you asked me. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah. I love that he's so humble in the acceptance of Cho. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, that's great. Whatever. Yep. And it's like, honestly, the way to handle it, though. But I love this, like, I am really sorry. I mean, after my boyfriend dies, you know, maybe we could be together, right? <laughs> but he has to die. He has yeah. to literally die. Like, no breakups, like, <laughs> yeah. dead and buried. Yeah. Then we can give it a shot. Yeah. And then Ron asks out Fleur, who ends up being his sister-in-law later, so weird and embarrassing. Uh-huh. Um, definitely one of those things. And then Hermione, for one point, almost thinks she says yes, and then I hate Ron, but I get it, because this is such a 14-year-old thing to say. If, like, then she was walking by. You know how I, I like, like it when they walk? walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Like... And then he screamed at her and ran. Like, I can't even imagine being on the other side of that happen. I'm mm-hmm. sure Fleur gets it a lot, yeah. to be honest. Um, so they ask the girl twins. I can't ever say their last name because it's just terrible. I'm sorry. I have a white person talking about it. It's okay. Pativia, the Pat, the, I'm sorry. They're great. Patel? The Patel twins, right? Yeah. Patel, I think, right? <laughs> so bad. I should say more. Patel twins. But anyway, they take them on the worst date of their life. So bad. It's, it's so, so they don't bad. even try. Nope. It's terrible. Um, Harry's robes are not ridiculous. No, no. Like, they look, you know, nice. But Ron looks like he's wearing, like, an old lady's couch. Oh, it's bad. It's I so understand bad. that he's, like, embarrassed and mm-hmm. doesn't, and does not feel in very dancing. No. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's also interesting, in this book they left out, that at one point Hermione gets cursed and has these huge buck teeth by Malfoy's girlfriend at the time. And then she, like, gets it fixed, and mm-hmm. she, like, fixes up her teeth. Which I also think is weird, because her parents are dentists. So why was her teeth not fixed up already? <laughs> Neglect! <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> so the first four champions dance, and that's told, at, like, last minute to mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Um, like, that feels like... I hated that. It's like... Yeah. In case you didn't know, as on the spot as you are now, we're going to have to focus another spotlight on you real quick. And Harry totally stares at Cho this entire mm-hmm. time, too. He's, he's not like being that. subtle. He's 14. <laughs> there is no subtlety. <laughs> oh, man. And then I love the Hermione scoring when she, like, giggles with Crumb. And she's like, ha like, I did it. <laughs> and they're like, she's like, I scored. Everybody thought I was ugly. And, like, but look who I've got. Oh, I love it. Hermione gave me hope. Hermione set the standards for And then just day. Ron's <laughs> just instant change is like being such a fanboy of crumb just hating his guts oh yeah it's awful i also love i wish i know that this isn't how it is but i liked that neville and jenny were together Mm -hmm. i honestly feel like maybe that's how it should have been they feel more suited Mm -hmm. uh even though i get it harry potter was her first crush and like daniel radcliffe was my first crush too so no actually no it was toby uh, McGuire? yeah, it was so he was my second crush. He was my crush that was more age appropriate. <laughs> I was eight, so it was okay. that worked out with me, Toby. So, um, which is in hindsight, probably for the best given the last Spider-Man movies. Um, <laughs> and then Hag gets to dance with his lady. I love the soundtrack of this movie mm-hmm. so much. And I love the, can you dance like a hippogriff? I used to listen to this Love time. that song. So, so good. great. So good. And then, Harry and Ron, like, don't dance. Out of dance. Nope. Are you at the... Go home. <laughs> like, that that was me at dances. I was just kind of just chilling with friends. I didn't you really do anything. You dance sometimes. Though. I understand, like, sitting down when you have, like... That's, like, the whole reason you sit down is because you dance so much that you're, like, no, tired. No, I, I just... It, for me, it was an excuse to get out of the house and hang with friends. Oh, wow. That's yeah. all it was for me. 
Like, there were times where people tried to force yeah, me to dance, and you're just like... Kids stuff that you could do around here if you're not of a certain income either. Because, like, mm-hmm. we used to have... And I never really went, because I wasn't ever really invited, and I didn't really go to places alone as a young girl. <laughs> but uh, we, they... Like, in Rochester, where I grew up as a teenager, they had, like, a kids club where it was, like, mm-hmm. a skate park that you could go to. Like, there was a club for kids to yeah. be at. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't really know anything like that in, like, Los Angeles. You mean there's not... A whole lot of stuff like that. It's like unless you want to take like lessons and something, mm-hmm. you like four three hundred dollars. Rod is the worst. It's just the worst. To Hermione, it's like oh, you're fraternizing with the energy, and she's like, this is about international magical cooperation. We're here to make friends, and Rod's like, this is more than a friendship. And I'm like, is Hermione? Is she not a virgin at this point? Like she's got to be a virgin. Well, right? what yeah, about? but like at the same at the same time, he's just being a jealous prick. Do you about think it. Crumb popped? Hermione's virginity? No, I doubt it. I don't. I think they did. I think they hooked I, up. I, I, I and don't I think, think Lavender did it, and then and then I think it's better. I think it's a lot to be somebody's first like uh, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I think it is a lot because then I think because of the way society is, and it, and it shouldn't be, but it's the way that it is that people are like, what if I'm just settling right? And then it, mm-hmm. it like self explodes and uh, and like makes the relationship implode. I feel like mm-hmm. because. People, like, because there's so many options out there these days with, like, Twitter especially, and, yeah. like, and Tinder and everything, the social media craze. So, I feel like I get it. I get that people not wanting to be your first, but I also respect if they are, but I always understand, like, I get the whole, what, it, I remember leaving boyfriend because I was like, I don't know if this is all that I want, mm-hmm. right? I was like, I don't know. And I gotta figure it out till I do. But I, I, I don't, I don't think... Crumb was Hermione's first because if, if that was the case, he's seventeen, she's fourteen. That's that. Little... I mean, I'm not saying they didn't probably do stuff because there is that joke where Hermione's like he's more of a physical being. Yeah, it's it just like she giggles it off and tries to play it off, but like they probably, you know, they probably made out a little or something. No, I think she's he's definitely touched her breast. She might have even. Evolved. I mean, I was having. They're fourteen. I was definitely having sex. I knew a bunch of my friends were having sex mm-hmm. in this age. Uh, I was. I was. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better probably not to. I feel like that is honestly an extremely unsafe thing mm-hmm. that we were like playing it off that it's okay. But you're like 14, yeah. right? There's so many other things to enjoy and you're still like developing down there. Honestly, you're still developing until you're 26. I'm not even done developing my brain. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. For, 14, I was still, I was just, I was kind of just barely getting into wrestling at that point, so that's where my mind was. <laughs> Boys, man. <laughs> I definitely, as a girl, though, it was like, it was like, okay, who am I going to marry? I have to pick them out now because mm. I'm going to be too old by the time I'm, like, 19, right? Like, I mean, that was, like, the pressure I felt, for mm-hmm. sure. But, yeah, Hermione basically yells at him to just perk up the courage and ask me before somebody else does. Uh, also, this is a kid's movie, and Hagrid totally reaches for the yep. big lady's ass yep. at this point. Uh, but I feel like it, it, in a dance sequence at his school, someone had that that, that had to be there. And it makes sense. But the teachers. Yeah, well, I mean, Hagrid's not really a teacher. Yeah, he's a little bit of a teacher. I guess he got expelled, so he doesn't have, maybe have the sexual education that. And for the children, maybe don't. <laughs> grab the ass of the woman you love. Um, not that because you should grab the ass of the woman you love if that's what she wants. Yeah, if, if, she's, if she's cool if with she's it. she's cool with it, awesome, right? I'm not trying to kink shame anybody. But in front of children at a children's stance, you know, I guess an example mm-hmm. of appropriate times to grab ass because I think that, that is, is not wonderful. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so... 
Neville got in like super late mm-hmm. too. I was like, did him and Jenny? Did Jenny take Neville's virginity? And he's so so excited about it, but also like <laughs> just because we're talking about it, I don't. If, if he's if he's fourteen, Jenny would be what thirteen, twelve for around. She's then? thirteen. Thirteen, right? That's just weird. It, I don't know. I mean, back then, you're not that far. I think it gets weirder if, like, it's Crumb and Hermione's relationship is way weirder. Yeah. To be, like, to, for a senior to date, like, a freshman, that's a little weird. Well, Honestly, it's, like, eighth grade, really, well, even. I, yeah, I guess that would be the equivalent, maybe, for a fourth year. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Crumb, like, watches her study, too, so he's into this, like, schoolgirl mm-hmm. kink, too. What yep. is he doing? Just, like, jacking off her. Is this his porn? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's like I've ruined your childhood and all this, but I'm so curious. <laughs> Nosy. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people have that, like, this schoolgirl librarian thing. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what it is. I mean, because I think intelligence is sexy, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but anyway, Cedric then chases after Harry um, and establishes a bromance and is like, oh, hey, you helped me, so I'll help you go to the prefix bathroom, even though you've never been a prefix, and take your egg in and mull it over. This sounds so gay. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Uh, no shame in it, man. But it is. sounds like Cedric is trying to hit on Harry Potter, which I can totally... I think Cedric is bi, for sure. Um... <laughs> But Moaning Myrtle is also in the, the I love that, I love that they brought her back. For oh, this absolutely. One. She's so good. She's mm-hmm. too good. I love her. She deserves awards for this. She's so good. It, it's funny because there are a few moments um, where she kind of reminded me of Bernadette from The Big Bang Theory. Like the way, she's, uh, the way yeah. she would speak and the way she would kind of like. She's 37 in this. Really? Yes. Oh, man. I know, right? She's <laughs> hitting on a 40. I mean, well, I mean she's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how old. Radcliffe is in this. Mm-hmm. He might only be... He's gotta be... He could be of age at this point. I don't remember. Because I know they started up younger, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Mermaid song is a jam. That, <laughs> it's so good. Just listen to it. Um, but anyway, he figures out that he has an hour long to recover what they took. Uh, they steal his friends, mm-hmm. which is also... <laughs> it's just a school. Right? And it, it, they kidnap. And it's funny, because like, you, you, you can pinpoint the exact moment that it happened is when... when you know, Matt, I was telling him that McGonagall was looking for them. It's like, that's when they get kidnapped. That's yeah. when they get thrown under the, yeah. under the lake. And they, like, petrify them, too. Mm-hmm. Two 14-year-olds and a 12-year-old. Yep. I was like, and these people could die if they don't save them. So, two, like, not only if you're in the Triwizard Tournament, the people around you are also yeah. affected, by mm-hmm. the way. So, that's great. But... I also love Modi Wonder's comment of Cedric where it's like, oh, it took him ages to riddle it out. All the bubbles were gone. Like, oh my God, this movie like, is filthy. Like she is so thirsty. <laughs> it's so perverted, this whole movie. I'm but like, I, mean, I feel like, to be fair, she's basically stuck at the age where like that was kind of starting to blossom in her. Yeah. So she's forever oh, thirsty. Absolutely. I would never want to be stuck at 12. Absolutely no. not. Oh no. <laughs> but anyway, Neville is like, hey dude, for your problem, there are plants. And Harry's like, I don't care about plants. And Neville's like, but there's gillyweed. And he's like, oh, I care about plants suddenly. (laughs) He's so mean to Neville, who, like, literally saved him. But I understand, like, the panic before, and he's like, oh, I don't know if it'll work in freshwater versus Mm -hmm. saltwater. It's like, what? (laughs) But also, Harry, don't procrastinate. Yeah. He's so bad. All through the books, they're terrible procrastinators. (laughs) 
Uh, I love the whole, the moment where he just gets, he falls into the water and they just don't see him and Neville just, oh my god, I killed Harry Potter. My question to my viewers is that, uh, would you fuck Mer Potter? Is is Mer Potter hotter than Harry Potter or or, uh, more ugly? I don't know how I feel. Maybe I just watched The Shape of Water and it just stuck with me or something, but... (laughs) Uh, Mer Potter. Mer Potter. Uh, fuckable or not. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, such a good scene, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love the underwater stuff. Yeah. Also, I realized I was always so sad because I have this cold allergy, so I can't be in cold water. SAG rules. You have to keep your water at 80 degrees. Oh, really? Yes. That's so cool. Cast me in your swim scenes, baby. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, uh, Fleur's didn't work, so her spell is bad, mm-hmm. uh, which is frightening because who was saving what was their game plan what yep. was what was nobody ever says uh crub is a shark which is also super cool and harry keeps trying to like save both of them mm-hmm. um i wonder how much of the scene is cgi it's super freaking amazing yeah looking, for sure like the, um, the the mermaids definitely definitely terrifying yeah they're oh. really scary to look at yeah their teeth oh, yeah. Oh. But uh, Cedric get even though Harry Potter gets there first, Cedric takes Cho, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like he's still like in this debatable puzzle. He's like, I can't leave him behind till they know. Which mm-hmm. I can't believe all these other people were like, oh, three other people that go to my school. Fuck you, I'm in it to win. Exactly, like, oh, bitch. Like mm-hmm. sports ruin people. Yep. <laughs> That's my conclusion. <laughs> um, her, at least Crumb gets Hermione. But mm-hmm. then Harry just, like, makes himself loose. But also, he, like, isn't invested in this tournament. He's like, I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, I don't care. I don't need this. I have my thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I love, I will say, I love the way that Cedric, you know, was, the bubblehead charm was really cool. Oh, was I would super- love to be able to do that. The, yeah, it'd be awesome. I also get why Harry, like, isn't going to leave everybody until he sees it. Because he's got some trust issues. Very validly so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And just the, the mermaids, you know, only one with the stick yeah. and the trident up, up, you know, up his neck. It's like, Jesus, yeah. relax. This is, I, who put this tournament, why? <laughs> this needs to be outlawed. This needs to be banned. I also love when Fleur, when he rescues his sister and Fleur, like, kisses Harry um, is all over mm-hmm. and, and she goes, and Ron, you helped. Like, you did it It's like, you yeah. didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> Must be getting to Ron that he doesn't earn anything he gets. Yep. He's kind of handed to him. It's like, I'm Harry's friend. I get his leftovers. That's what I, my dream is to be a celebrity. I could die living that way. <laughs> so if you're a celebrity, befriend me. I will be your Ron Weasley and I will not be a jerk to you. <laughs> yeah. I will be your Ron Weasley. <laughs> And so then Barty Crouch talks to Harry. He's mm-hmm. like, he offers like a ministry internship, which yeah. is crazy, which probably got canceled after the end of this year, right? Probably. Oh my goodness. I mean, when the guy yeah. offering you the job is murdered, I imagine the job's no yeah. longer on the table. Yeah, probably not. Um, I also love, they have this Hogwarts song that we've never heard before, but it's also a banger. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Huggy, Huggy, Hogwarts. <laughs> so good. Somebody make that a ringtone. I would like to answer my phone to that. <laughs> <laughs> And then, Bar- yeah, he's dead, and- but they're mm-hmm. not going to cancel the, car- the championship. No, nope. no, no dead bodies will stop this school. Nope. Uh, this is literally the NFL. <laughs> oh. I mean, <laughs> you're not exactly head. wrong. So then we find the pensive, or pensive, I don't know, it's, it's spelled like pensive, but I don't know mm-hmm. what that- can't pronounce anything, you guys. I'm sorry I have a podcast, which is critically allowing on me pronouncing things correctly. But uh, 
he like falls down, which must be very scary. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that we play with time and memory a lot in Harry yep. Potter. It's so cool. It's such a cool storytelling device. Um, and people just like pass through Harry Potter and not in a ghost way. They look like real people. Yep. They just pass it through. And so he watches Barty Crouch's uh, trial and where Igor is like just leaking everybody's names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and recently we find out that Matt and Moody's leg is missing because a Death Eater took it. Yeah. So, oh, I can't imagine that curse or what. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. And then they out- announced that Snape was a Death Eater, which I think is Harry's first time learning about it. Mm-hmm. Which is it's surprising. I can't believe yeah. Sirius didn't link that to him. That I know. feels like something totally serious would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like, Dumbledore comes and stands up for Snape and is like, it's... Uh, it was at great personal risk. He was my thing. Mm-hmm. And then they find out that, it, according to this myth, Barty Crouch Jr. also tortured the Longbottoms. Yeah. But in that, it's also Bellatrix. And I don't know, maybe he was it was Bellatrix and him, because it doesn't seem like Bellatrix ever really works alone. No. No. I, I, it might have been, you know, the whole, they worked together, but Bellatrix delivered the final blow. Yeah, for sure. Or yeah. I think probably pushed it past the limits, mm-hmm. too. And then... They out that it's Barty Crouch's son, and then he says that this son is no son of his, but that is not how genetics works, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, when you say that, it actually does nothing. That person is still your son. It's Mm -hmm. crazy how it works. I love that that it's David Tennant. He was my favorite doctor, Doctor Who. But he's so underutilized in this movie. Yeah, It's it's such a wasted opportunity for him. Yeah, it feels, too, that they chose him to do something very character-y. Which it would have been better, I think, if he was just, like, a straight-on sociopath. Like, no mm-hmm. feeling, no, yeah. very empty. Because it's basically, they gave him pretty much that much to do with the weird character thing he, like... Pretty much, yeah. Do. Yeah, he is very underutilized. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have been a good Lupin in a weird way. I think he would have been, I think yeah. it would have been good, yeah. I, I, I just I just wish he would, he would have done something more substantial in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, hard, though. He's yeah. had a crazy career. But I love this, uh, also quote by Dumbledore, I always love to put it in Dumbledore, um... Uh, Curiosity isn't a sin, but you should exercise caution. That is my COVID message to all. <laughs> um, as well. I'm just parroting things Dumbledore says. So um, I feel like that, that should go to all the people in, like, fuckpots and stuff like that. I don't know if you've heard about that. No. Yeah, apparently, that like, these pods of, like, people, like, just very a close-knit group of people get together because of everything going on, and they just hook up. So that's probably the thing my sister does. I think she has, uh, like, a orgy group, which is not my life, you know. So <laughs> my current life, which is, I'm, like, monogamy and, I'm like, when can I get married tomorrow? Cool. Sweet. Oh, amazing for me. <laughs> um, but I'm, like, also, I understand it takes time. It's better for me to, mm-hmm. to not go ahead and, uh, yeah. but, yeah, I get too nervous about all that. I'm so scared of STDs. I don't believe yeah, no, that. That's like a lot. It's a lot of an inner circle. But I also do feel like my heart is that big to love multiple people like that. Uh, like, because I could feel like I could have three girlfriends and I think keep it up. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I would not get any work done ever. <laughs> uh, but if I, I could be a polyamorous housewife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is true. But no, I wouldn't have to do my own chore. I couldn't, I wouldn't have time for that. So I would only be <laughs> basically a slave besides slave, I guess. <laughs> um, Learning anyway. so much. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, I also was wondering, speaking of weird things, was Voldemort hotter before harry potter killed him was voldemort or is he he had to be because he was hotter in the thing i wonder if he just gets like more uglier he doesn't care he's like 70 yeah something like that yeah but anyway snape and igor are arguing because his cabinet is going empty Mm -hmm. and then they try to blame it on 
Harry Potter, and he threatens Verda the Serum on him, which is, this is before Umbridge, it was Snape's idea, so mm-hmm. let's just think about that. Yep. Um, uh, I do not forgive Snape. I know so many people do, and mm-hmm. like at the end get to it, but I'm like, no, I think Snape was a bad guy, and it's probably for the best that he passed. <laughs> uh, not to be that guy, but... Um, and he's like, oh, I'm not supposed to use Verda Serum on a sur- student, but my hand could slip, and it's like... Why is he teach? Do not let this man teach, Dumbledore. What are you doing? Uh, but you also notice that he'll, he'll he says it'll slip into your morning pumpkin juice. Oh, yeah. And again, why <laughs> pumpkin juice? It's disgusting. Yeah, like, it's who drinks good. pumpkin juice? And then you can have orange juice. British people, I guess, are uh, magically and people, magical people. Just uh, magical people just be yeah. drinking that pumpkin juice. Yeah, it's not good in the Harry Potter world. It's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, and I wonder if he thinks that, like, Harry stealing because it has something to do with Sirius, and this is why he's being such a dog, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I used to be able to play this, that Hogwarts March song at the, uh, before the, like, maze on mm-hmm. harmonica. I was fucking beast. Nice. <laughs> I wish I could still do it. I tried to figure it out, and I was like, I feel like they make harmonicas different, because I'm like, I can't figure it out. Or I had, like, a smaller mouth, I guess, because I was a child. But, anyway. Um. I was wondering, does Hogwarts have, like, a exchange program, too? Do they ever go to the other schools for their Triwizard Cup? They must. I mean, they, yeah. I imagine they do. That would be crazy. Because, you, you know, they're sending representatives. I don't even think, like, it's obviously not the entire school's population, right? Yeah. I would like to know why those students. They have to all be 17, I'm assuming. Well, no, because well, no, that was new. Yeah, yeah, that was new. Huh, I wonder... Probably good grades, probably academic excellence for well, sure. Well, like with is... with Crumb, I mean his name. Yeah, that's why he was for there. sure. Also, he was a senior, so I'm saying exactly. all seniors probably get to go because they are qualifiable. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, um, but in this last uh, task, only Mad Eye Moody knows the position. <laughs> How about that? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Harry is tied for first with Cedric, but I don't understand this point system at all. Me either. <laughs> I have no idea. It's never nope. explained. Because like at at the end, it's like whoever gets to the cup first wins it. So like then. Placement doesn't matter. Yeah. Because if Fleur's in last and she gets it, she wins the whole tournament. It's like, I guess who this cares? Task, yeah, takes the most points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's just to see. I don't know what the points list. I don't. Illogical. But <laughs> um, I, I guess it depends on like the severity of the task. Because like you, the first one you have dragons, so it's like that's rough. Yeah. But then you have to save someone while dealing with yeah. mermaids. And this, this you last task, change yourself. Yeah. You it's just completely psychological. Know. Yeah. It's scary. But I love that Harry just, like, casually walks through the maze. Yeah, I know. like, run, bitch! Like, what are you doing? It doesn't really seem to affect him all that yeah. much. If, if, if anything, it... My takeaway from the whole maze thing is, like, Floor gets messed with. Mm-hmm. Crumb obviously gets messed with, but so does Cedric. And I think it's because as mature and as, you know, experienced as those three are, Harry's de- dealt with more real-world trauma that that maze just doesn't have a hold on him yeah maybe maybe he's tough that's a really good point mm-hmm. that's really cool when crumb attacks flur he looks like he's raping her he looks I mean, it's scary he looks like yeah. a freaking beast oh it's and i don't mean that in a good way yeah they're like his eyes look blind mm-hmm. uh, i always wonder like what does he do when he was de- did he just he would just lay down in the maze after he was possessed is that when he's like cursed i think do? so oh, oh my goodness but harry's kind and he sends up a firework for Fleur so people know how to get mm-hmm. it. Leave her in the maze. Like, freaking Cedric is. Cedric is out to, like, fucking yep. win. And, and it's like, but how Like how do they get her out? Because there's that whole sequence of, like, 
the maze and the vines and everything just kind of changing and becoming extremely violent. Yeah. So does the maze grab her and throw her ass out? I'm assuming it seems like the maze keeps getting smaller and smaller mm-hmm. the closer the two get to the cup. So kind of like if you are... This is just how I've seen it. I have no idea what the real rules are. We were just flying by the seat of our pants here, guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, my idea was that it always got... Because there's always the sense of like claustrophobic, which is very psychological. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that as people got closer to the Triwizard Cup, the maze was just like, okay, well, I don't need to be this big. I'm going to adjust myself to be smaller and smaller. And also, also, like the maze is almost like a, an hourglass, right? Mm-hmm. It's like counting down until you win. Yeah. And thus there's like less of it. Uh, that's how I thought it. But, mm-hmm. And then I love at the end that Harry randomly gets super competitive for this cup. All of a sudden, he cares now mm-hmm. about the tournament. Um, and the hard part is, like, if Harry had just taken the cup, if it was just him, if yep. he didn't try to share it, Cedric wouldn't be dead. Mm-hmm. And, and Harry might be dead. I don't know what would happen. Um, I don't know if he would have escaped, but ugh, it's <laughs> hard. Yeah, Little choices like that, right? And they mm-hmm. can affect the whole world. It's enough to make you never want to get out of bed. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So the pup, the cup, the Triwizard Cup was a port key, but not to Hogwarts. I don't. I don't, still don't even understand how a port key would work in Hogwarts. They must have had to like mend the spells or stuff, or it Probably. has to like work like outside of Hogwarts because you can't. Well, I mean, the, like, the idea is into Hogwarts, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, the idea of the port key is going to take you anywhere, and if the cup was going to be there, and I think you know, obviously, it's it was more is Mad Eye who enchanted the cup. Him, him knowing that that was going to be something that at some point, more than likely Harry was going to be touching it, it made sense to make that the key. Yeah. And the hard part is, is that Cedric could have operated out of there, too, because he's 17. He mm-hmm. would know by this point. And it's like he could have just grabbed Harry and been like, oh, we're not at Hogwarts. We should just go. But it's like they almost think this is more part of the game, yeah. which is messed up, too. Oh, and then... Voldemort is this, like, skeleton monkey. That's the only way to describe it. Yep. Like, uh, and then they kill Cedric so easily. Mm-hmm. They trap Harry to his butt. This man is 14. Yep. And already, we're not even to the worst part. And I understand there were so many Christians that all of a sudden started hating Harry Potter. I understand that it's this scene. But the whole point is that the scene is evil and mm-hmm. that it's not right and it's not good yeah. magic and that it's not, like, it's not that Harry Potter is condoning this. It's just saying that this is, like, evil magic where yeah. they, like, take somebody's blood unwillingly. Mm-hmm. And weren't until literally... He cuts his hand off for Voldemort. Yeah! I can't, I don't think there's anybody. There ain't anybody I would do that for. Nah. I don't think, there's nobody. <laughs> that, that, is, that is next level devotion. My aunt always talks about politics, too, and about how, like, She's like, oh, these people are going to be led astray. And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, maybe they'd be killed for that. But I was like, I think some people are going to, there are, people have weird limits, like specific limits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And he's literally, he saw Voldemort naked in front of him. Pretty much. I just put it to this cauldron, which was insane. Uh, I know in the book, Voldemort has red eyes, but they couldn't use the red eyes on film because they said they looked less expressionless. And I, I think that's true. Like, mm. it is hard. Because I watched... Yeah. They do it in a, a Wrinkle in Time, which I recently watched yeah. and reviewed. And it is... it's It does, like, take out their, like... It's weird. Yeah. It's freaky, but it, it does do something weird on film. They always say red is a bad color, which sucks, because I love the color red. It, it, well, I mean, like, I've seen good uses of the red. Like, in, in Supernatural, whenever there, a specific demon was was present and his eyes would change color... Whenever they, I mean, the way I feel like the way they do it in Supernatural, though, it's such a quick thing. They just to show yeah. that they're a demon, like their eyes change color, and then they change back. So it's probably 
how yeah. why it was used so well because it wasn't really used yeah it's not like a whole red eye and even like the red eyes at a wrinkle time are like a blip but mm-hmm. yeah i wonder i guess Foley don't give a fuck what he looks like it's i just wonder yeah. if he's like because he looks like he's just happy to be alive it's like Voldemort is the body issue, the body health confidence that we all want. Yeah, like the man full on no nose, snake eyes, everything, and he chose to look like that. I look great, (laughs) Jeffrey. This is me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I love that. Also, his wand is supposed to be very similar to Harry's, but it looks completely different. Mm -hmm. So they're just the same on the inside. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, their their wands are twins, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought they would have looked exactly the same. That's what I pictured when I just had it. In I my think head. I think it's just the core of the of the ones that that are the same. So yeah, yeah. the inside of the ones are the same. Weird. That's mm-hmm. deep. That's hard. Uh, so then you think that Voldemort is gonna restore Wormtail's uh, hand, but then he just like, no, I want your other arm so I can call on my friends so they know that I'm alive now. I'm like, oh, I look awesome. <laughs> like it just like Wormtail is just like, thank you. Thanks. Like no, yeah. the other arm is like, oh. Okay. He's like, Watch as I kill this fourteen-year-old guy. Like, what a sick dude! Who comes up and shows up for that? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna come see you. Try to kill this fourteen-year-old boy. Thanks, Voldy, but no. And I'm also, I'm gonna call the cops because that what you just told me is insane. Like, no friend said that to him. <laughs> Nobody was like, I, if you had called me and said, "Thea, mm-hmm. come over here. I'm gonna kill this fourteen-year-old boy that I couldn't kill like fourteen years ago." I'd be like, Al, are you fucking drunk? <laughs> are you? Are you, you gotta be, this isn't really happening. And if you were, I'd be like, Alan, you need to stop doing what you're doing and probably come over here and we need to figure out what's what's happening. Why are you trying to kill a 14 year old? What the hell is going on? (laughs) Oh my goodness. But basically, Voldemort's like, all of you guys were fake. You didn't help me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which also calls him to just, so not only are they going to come witness the death of this 14 year old boy. They're just coming (laughs) to get reamed. This is his comedy roast. He's like, I've been dead for years but you know what i and you know comedy central came and gone my moment i feel like but i'm not gonna let i'm gonna make my own opportunities <laughs> oh my god comedy central. <laughs> and then he like has harry this weird obsession with his father who's a muggle he was like i have the mm-hmm. you want the bones of my father it was like dude you've got some serious problems <laughs> well i mean he's you know his his idea is that you know it, especially you know being the heir of slytherin pure blood is what needs to push forward in the wizarding world. And the fact yeah. that his, he's half muggle, uh-huh. I imagine one of the things that he just can never get rid of. So that's why he's so adamant about it everywhere else. Ugh, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Just really needed a father figure. That's why don't abandon your kids. <laughs> My lesson in life. Uh, at least even if you can't be the best dad, no one can be the best dad they want to be. Just mm-hmm. try your best. Um, but don't be 60 and try to fight a 14-year-old. What is going on? It's like it's Captain Hook and Peter Pan all over again. Except in Peter Pan, I root for Captain Hook. Just fuck Peter Pan. <laughs> Absolutely. But then we find out that Lily provided this ultimate protection. And Voldemort's like, oh, I should have known about love. Forgot about it. Hate mm-hmm. it. Um, and it, it feels like kind of a cop-out. It's like, love. Really? The, that's what... Save this kid? You're so bitter, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I just feel like it's one of those things that's so overused. And, and it's the most powerful force on earth. Fall in love and then get back to me. Thanks. <laughs> um, you would do anything for love. love is, people murder people for love all the time. It makes Fair sense. Fair enough. <laughs> love is a very powerful emotion. Uh, it's hormonal too. It's a bond. You're like hormones literally mix when mm-hmm. you have sex with somebody. 
Yeah. Oh, it's so messed up, this whole duel, too. He make, makes him bow mm-hmm. to him and has to do it all proper. Uh, I, I, I'll give him, as as big of a, of a, you know, villain as Voldemort is, he's still one of those, like, I've got honor, or we're going to do this right. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to kill you, but we're going to kill you right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing he has respect for. Pretty much. Like, fuck mudbloods, fuck everything. Yeah, but I'm going to duel correctly. Mm. Uh, the sanctity of the duel. But but <laughs> I feel like that kind of plays on his whole, you know, pure blood, pure wizard. Because if he if that's what he wants, he would have to respect the rules of, like, dueling and stuff like that. Yeah, but anyway, so their wands then connect, and it feels very Star Wars-y. Mm-hmm. It looks Star Wars-y. Yeah. And then, but Voldemort's like, do not help me. I'm going to do this by myself. You cannot help me kill this 14-year-old. Even though I definitely probably had to at least invite you for backup. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had to. At least something happened. But, so, I cannot, I just can't imagine the real-life equivalent of a 60-year-old person <laughs> that's like, has all of these body modifications, has this group of all of these older wizards come <laughs> gather. And like, it's so insane. So insane. Oh, I, I was very surprised. I was like, Voldemort hasn't killed anybody since his parents. That so they come out of his wand, and I was like, I guess he was mm-hmm. letting other people do the work for him. Cause yeah, he's so weak. He couldn't really do much. Yeah. So then we see Cedric's body and Harry's parents' bodies come out of the wand, and then Cedric says this like very emo thing, or this is all a hallucination to Harry. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, but Cedric is like, take my body back. <laughs> <laughs> says body the exact same way. <laughs> um, which is very creepy. But I understand you need to believe it because they're probably like, they could have probably pinned it on that Harry killed him. I wonder to some degree do people think that Harry killed Cedric? That has to be out there. Probably. Especially, you know, going, like, obviously we're going getting a little ahead, but going to the fifth one, no one really believing that Voldemort's back. So, like, how do you explain what the fuck happened? Yeah. Like, there's got to be... animate Cedric's corpse. <laughs> like, there has to be, like... he died before Voldemort was really even brought back. <laughs> Like, uh, the, there has to be at least a handful of people who think that Harry did something to yeah. kill him. But not even all gaslights purpose. gaslights him, which is yeah. the worst, mm-hmm. too. Oh, they're brutal in Harry yeah. Potter, man. And it's so messed up, too. The music is so cheery, and Harry's, like, sobbing mm-hmm. over his dead body. Yep. Oh, my goodness. And then the, the like, this the spread of, like, the boy has been killed. This is such a great crowd scene. Mm-hmm. This could not have been easy to film oh, no. either. And do and, and just his dad coming and running oh, down. Oh God, my boy! When he does that, <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. Even though his dad is such a dick, too. You're like to see to, and you like think he won, right? For mm-hmm. a second, that's what you think it's going to be. This happy news. That's the worst way to get death. Is you think yep. it's going to be like you send the police out to find your cat, and they find out instead that your husband died. Mm-hmm. Awful things. And it, it, it's it, it's funny because this is why I think that Goblet of Fire is that is the tonal shift in the franchise because Cedric's dying kind of starts that trend in the movies where like, okay, no one is safe anymore. Characters yeah, can't and will die. He's the assassination of Archduke for mm-hmm, Exactly. Because <laughs> like, because e- even in, cham- in, you know, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and Prisoner of Azkaban, none of the, the heroes really die. No. no they, 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 you know, and they, they get all petri- survive. Yeah. yeah, they all survive. So Coral f- died, but we like didn't super care about Coral. Mm-hmm. Nobody who's been this like model of perfection. Mm-hmm. And also, the hard thing is like Cedric is going to be like Harry in seventeen years, right? Yeah. Like this power. Harry was going to always grow into the kind of wizard that Cedric is. Mm-hmm. And then seeing him dead there, it, yeah. it completely rattles the entire 
I feel like if not to even mention that he just saw his enemy that killed his parents, the guy that he's probably everybody is the most afraid of. That it doesn't seem like only one wizard who is Dumbledore, who has not proven to be the mm-hmm. best character or the most trustworthy person in all of this either, is back as well. Mm-hmm. Like to have that, so he's traumatized and Moody like takes him away. And I never knew how I felt about this. Like, should an adult take him away from all this thing? It's probably best yeah. to get him out away from a crowd of people. But I don't know. I don't know what the uh, right thing is to do here. Because I, I feel like if anyone needs, needs needed to get away from that, it's Harry. Because like, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, this group of people seeing Cedric's body just lying there. Like, no, he saw it happen. Yeah. Like, in, in, in a lot of ways, he. I imagine there's guilt because he was kind of the reason it happened. It's awful. Mm-hmm. And then to, but he's taken to the room by somebody who is a death eater, right? And what? And it was yep. remarkable in having this happen. And so then Barty Crouch Jr., disguised as Mad Eye, is like, what was the Dark Lord like? How did it feel to be in his presence, right? It's also cult like questions, mm-hmm. by the way. This is a cult for sure. And, um, and it's funny, just the slip up. It's like, what was it like in the graveyard? It's like, I never mentioned a graveyard. Yeah. And they're like, it's like yeah. all the the, the entire he film. work that he meant to do this mm-hmm. to not slip up in this. But of course he's so excited. Yeah. Like, this is the pivotal point for it. This is his dream come true. He feels like a hero that mm-hmm. Voldemort has brought back. Because he back. succeeded. Yeah. He he was, he. was. I feel like he's the only Death Eater villain or whatever that we've seen up to this point who had a task and actually completed it. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> well, who, who's going to go watch this 60-year-old beat a 14-year-old at a graveyard? This is weird. This guy's a weird dude. <laughs> it's not very popular, clearly. <laughs> who does this? Um, and then, of course, conveniently, he's out of Polyjuice Potion. I don't understand, like, so... Because he could have used this position for, like, ever. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what his game plan was that night. Like, yeah. did he just think the Voldemort... Like, it was just going to be chaos, and then I guess it didn't matter who his disguise was that he could just go around and uh, cast curse people. Like, probably. Because they probably thought Voldemort was coming immediately to Hogwarts after. Yeah. Which I'm assuming he would have had it gone to plan. Mm-hmm. I also think it's weird that he asked, I, and maybe Barty Crouch Jr. hasn't ever been in front of Voldemort before, which makes him serving him all that weird. But he had to have been, because he asked about it being in his presence, almost like he had never done it before. And but you've been around Voldemort, right? I mean, he, he, he in the dream he was there, like when he was still that, yeah. you know, that weird skeleton thing. He was there. Yeah. He, he, that's where he got the job. He's obsessed with yeah. him and just wants to know. Mm-hmm. How does he feel now? Right? Exactly. Did you fuck Foldy? Let me know. Is he, is he still big? This guy asked is the filthiest one. But for this movie, I think it fits. <laughs> oh, man. When he mimics Hagrid, too, that was so weird. I mm-hmm. never got... It was like... He's just a really good actor. He's like, I might die, so I need to just show you guys my range. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I just need to make a reel. And, mm-hmm. and I know you guys now, you can, like, CGI me in. You can, like, do... You can continue on actors' careers long after they've passed. So, whatever. Um, just, you know, show me my real Barty Crouch Jr. Uh, you can visit my <laughs> actor's website. I'm on IMBD. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, basically, Matt A. Moody, a.k.a. Barty Crouch Jr., told Hagrid, told Cedric, told Neville, he was the one who put Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. and he only won because he willed it so. He made the porky, he cursed Crumb, so many things he did. He honestly had a really big task list, too, yeah. more than other Death Eaters, mm-hmm. and he got everything done. I yep. aspired to this level of completion. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the actual tasks, but... But the level of determination that took to actually finish yeah. it, yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, and then 
He's so dumb, though, because he's like, oh, Voldemort's going to reward me so much for killing you, Harry Potter. And I was like, I honestly think Voldemort's going to be fucking pissed if you do that, dude. You mm-hmm. should not kill Harry yep. Potter. That is not what he wants. He wants he you wants guys to, to go to the graveyard with all of his friends. And watch night. him kill his kid. <laughs> that is an insane... People better not be doing that. If I find out that you guys are doing that, shame on you. <laughs> I wagged my finger. You can't see because I don't videotape these, but... Anyway, but then Dumbledore, thank God, finally burst in. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long it took him to figure out where he went. Like, uh, which probably took him a, a hot minute. Yeah, he's, like, he's got to deal with everything. Dead student. School. Yeah. Oh, what a bad day for Dumbledore, man. Right. Anyway, they pour the truth serum down Barty Crouch Jr.'s throat, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, Mr. Rudy is in the truck. <laughs> uh, he's just in the back." I did they feed that anybody? I have so many questions. I don't know. They're, they just let him starve, and I was like. But I also like, why did you keep him alive? So his hair should still grow? Was he bald when you met him? So you didn't have that much hair? No, well... Couldn't you with, use skin flakes? Or does it have to be hair? I mean, yeah, with Polyjuice Potion, they were pretty... Pretty strict with the whole hair thing. That, I mean, even, you yeah, know... Okay, with, so yeah. that means sex leave to keep him alive, because it's mm-hmm. like when he's dead, there's going to be... Yeah. He's going to run out of hair, and he doesn't know how long mm-hmm. he's obviously doing this, uh, or how much Polyjuice Potion. But, oh, it's a disturbing transformation yeah. to... The Just his face I, yeah. melting. I would not into... watch this movie on acid. I would not. I would not do it. I would not do it. If you're gonna think about Dragon and Harry Potter, I don't. It's end before this point. I don't. I think it's gonna be a bad trip. I really do. Um, it's so so weird. When he goes to Snape, I'll show you mine if you show me yours, and it's like the dark. I'm like, mm-hmm. What is this? What is this? What a weird dude. Uh, and I just, I want Harry to just be so much out of this room before he is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love that they didn't know that, they knew Sirius escaped. They had no idea about Barney Crouch Jr. Yep. I can't remember if in the book that somebody else took Polyjuice Potion to be him and like stay in a cell. I can't remember what happened, mm-hmm. how they did his escape, but it's insane. Like, huh, always after the wrong guy, you know? Yep. yep. Uh, uh, and Cedric's poor funeral where they turn all... I love that the most identifying thing about Cedric is that he's a Hufflepuff. And they yep. don't have, like... It's not really his face on the flag. It's just the Hufflepuff flag. Oh, yep, it's the colors. <laughs> it's like, all right, Dumbledore, I'm like, you are a terrible decorator for a funeral. It's nothing. It's just like, okay. Anyway, but they were like, it is a terrible loss. He was a fierce friend. Um, and that he was killed by Voldemort. And it's insane that people don't... Like, who... I guess they think yeah. Harry killed... Like, who do you think? Exactly. I, yeah. There's been rumors that Voldemort was never really dead. I don't. I guess because he his reign of terror was so big that now that it was nothing, they're like, oh, he's got to be dead or it would continue. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but oh well. Basically, I love this ending part of like that Dumbledore gives in a speech because I think it is so appropriate to our times. And he's like, our hearts beat the same. The bonds that we make now are more important than ever. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then we don't see in the movie, but it happens in the books. You win a bunch of money from winning the Triwizard Cup. Yeah. He, Harry ends up giving that money to Fred and George to start the joke shop. Nice. Which I love. That's one of my favorite moments in the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, I want, why don't I have a Harry Potter that gives me a bunch of money <laughs> to start my own joke shop? Like, please. <laughs> yeah. Please be my Harry Potter. <laughs> Links below to donate. <laughs> um, yeah. And I feel, I hate this too, because then Dumbledore goes and apologizes to Harry, mm-hmm. but then he's like, psych, next year, gonna ghost It's you. gonna be so bad <laughs> next year. I, I, I am like not gonna be for you there at all. Hope that's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then Harry, or he tells Harry that no spell can reawaken the dead, but also a stone can sort of, kind of, sort of, there. yeah. So, uh, okay. 
But he's like, don't worry, you have friends and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, would have been great if you said that in the next movie and book where it's very, very important that we could use the reminder. Yep. Uh, but way to go, Dumbledore. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's just kind of heartbreaking at the end of this movie. I like tear up when they're all saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I love that Crumb asked Hermione to write to him. And I think they do. Yeah, they keep probably up, keep in touch. They keep in touch. Maybe she sends them. I wonder if she like, because she's got Muggle family to take a picture. She sends her nudes. <laughs> probably. Via owl. Probably send not. My, send my nudes via owl. <laughs> Open them up. <laughs> that feels like disastrous. Mm-hmm. Also, she's under eight and shouldn't be sending nudes. So let me just get that out there. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, man. But I also think it's so important because children, I feel like, don't know how to hate. It is so taught culturally. Mm -hmm. um, And it's so influential by our feelings and moods, which are, they pass, right? And, like, how you might feel about some person one day is not how you're going to feel about them the next. And I don't think that means in terms of, like, leaving, but just, like, in terms of anger towards each other. Like, we really need to get clear with ourselves about what is worth being angry and are you angry at that person or are you angry at the society that is built for that person to need these attitudes to survive Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so yeah that's the end of the fourth one what did you what did you think about this movie what it i mean overall the whole the idea of the fourth one was just it's the resurrection of voldemort it's you know it's kind of like did i don't know if, if you've if you've seen uh rogue one the Star Wars. Yes. So the that scene. I hate Rogue One. But I'm the <laughs> only person I know that hates Rogue One. So for for me, it's I'm talking the the scene with Darth Vader when you all you see is his lightsaber. He goes full on beast mode. That's kind of the same feeling I got with Voldemort coming out. It's like it's the resurrection of the villain. Mm-hmm. It's like from like from here on out, you finally have a face of fear in this yeah. universe. And you and some of you, it's not only a villain. He literally has a group of people. Mm-hmm. He's a cult leader. Yeah. Which is even scarier because mm-hmm. he's got power with people who are willing to do whatever he says, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think of. I don't think I can get it. I, I have to beg my friends to help me. <laughs> 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 I'm like working on deals with you. Help me, help me move. You know? <laughs> what I owe you? Uh, I got to buy you a pizza? Okay. Well, there's a lot of pressure. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how well he does it. I don't have it. I guess you got to have a skill. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the idea is like using dark magic to promise these people the world essentially and the fact that he can back well, it up why are people they're so stupid they think they're gonna get the world like i wouldn't this guy isn't gonna take it for himself right i mean i, I, I feel like you, you, you the idea is you're gonna take the world and i'm gonna give you a piece of it, it it's like yeah I, it's a piece of the world that's such me. a racist attitude too it's so racist Ugh. the man believes in pure blood wizards of yeah. course i mean but it is that like slicing i always i couldn't believe in history when we would talk about that and mm-hmm. how it's like treated as no big deal yeah and, i mean and it wasn't back then but it's weird that we've had this conscientious school of thought now that it's like this was messed up to mm-hmm. try to be like only certain people can have land and not yeah. just dealing with the people that were on land in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's a whole nother rant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. That was great. Yeah. I'm glad. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, yeah. You guys can follow me on Twitter at and Instagram at GDevilFilms. I'm going to be starting a history of comedy podcast oh, yeah, pretty soon. So I'll you know have info on that on both of those. So yeah. Call it. Yeah. Podcast so yeah thank you guys for listening obviously i'm gonna list all the links below so it's just easier to click on uh yeah and stay tuned for more harry potter content and more children's media and stuff you can always support me 
by donating, but also I am very supported if you follow me because that gives me leverage to go with brands and maybe I can get you guys some cool deals and things. Uh, the possibilities are endless. Also, if you want to be a guest, that's a, the best way to contact me is by following me and I won't think that you are trying to mail order bribe me because that does happen to me on Instagram a lot. So uh, yeah, have a good one. Stay safe out there.